Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills Of Braden and Davey, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills Who is the best? Nah, that one is easy, coming with a champion sound Relentless flow, and there ain't no stopping me, it's best for you to tap out When I get on the war path, laying the smack down, a rumble will ensue Hamilton's so ahead of them, Portman, take a Portman, that's a culture view First time in a long time, but back like I never left Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set when I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Bang, bang. Brayden Harrington here. And yes, that is not my roommate, my partner in crime, Davey Portman. Uh, Brayden Harrington here with a filling in from the PWT cast, Pro Wrestling T's Scrump. The Roderick Strong of the Up Next family. <laughs> you, do, you do wear red Calvins. Uh, we have shared a bed once. We have shared we more than once maybe yeah probably just the more one than time. once we, so we, sh- we share a lot of things <laughs> yeah we definitely do welcome uh, postwrestling.com uh, iTunes Apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcast this is up next we are your NXT friends and yes friends. my <laughs> yes yes you you know you know the joke a lot of people like that thing and some people are like wow that's so funny and other people are like you totally took that from the in betweeners and we're like yes we 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 totally we we exactly. Yes. Uh, Davey Portman is uh, out of action today um, because of a, a personal a personal leave. We gave him the day off. You see, we are essential. If WWE is essential, then uh, Up Next is essential. Um, because um, his, in a sad turn of events in quarantine, um, I hate to say this and hate to be the messenger, but his, his cat has has passed away in an in untimely fashion. So uh, pour a little out for uh, uh, Flick. Uh, if you will, up next, friends. So Scrump has uh, graciously jumped in, like Roderick Strong, and uh, is helping us out here tonight for up next. So uh, 
Scrump, thanks for joining us. And again, pour a little out for uh, for Flick. For Flick. Shout out, Flick. We love you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to to be fair, I've also had a bad day. Um, my bong broke. Not as oh, no. not as emotionally invested in this uh, <laughs> by any means, but uh, I just you know I just being honest, that's what's going on. So it is a dark day in the BDE, but we continue on here in the Braden Davy Estate. And uh, there is a room in the Braden Davy Estate called the Scrump Room. And for many reasons that we may or may not have discussed ever on a show, and probably will never discuss on a show again, but um, Scrump is a friend of the show, all the way from Chicago, and you work at Pro Wrestling Tees. You are the host of the PWT cast with your friend Stank over there, and... um, I know Davey was just on your show recently, so quick plug out to, to that episode. Yeah, we just had Davey on. Uh, it's been it's been kind of weird because we normally how we would record the podcast is we would uh, we do in person prior to the quarantine. We didn't have any uh, like over the phone or Skype, any sort of those interviews. Uh, it was all in person and we would just bank those up. You know, it was very easy with people that just come in and out the shop or uh, people here in Chicago, we have access to, or uh, you know, freelance wrestling. There, uh, we would go to their shows all the time, and there's always wrestlers right. there, so we'd you know, kind of pull them aside. Well, it's pretty cool. Um, you guys, like you, you were a fan of like the law and the, and what's next and up next. You're, we became friends. Where people, John Pollock thinks we're related somehow, which I don't. We can't figure it out. Our, none of our parents were, I, f- were fooling around that much, so there's no way we're actually related. But we are somehow. But I mean, we ha- we have not taken a DNA test yet, so we <laughs> we can't for sure say. But you you like uh, you work at Pro Wrestling Tees, and we we always said like, dude, like think of all the wrestlers that come through the shop and like love to help promote their stuff, especially in this time right now where wrestlers are kind of sitting at home and merch is the only w- real way you can like help people so the fact that like you have like you have a show is is kind of weird why is there a pro wrestling tease podcast but it, it's it's really fun and it's usually just you and and your your co-host just shooting the shit which is what i like to do here on this show because like as i always say um the nxt review is coming soon it's coming later because like yeah we're here to talk about nxt but we talk about so much other stuff and wrestling is some of them but you with pro wrestling tees and and the podcast you've had so many people on um you've interviewed like uh, i know you did one with killer cross i don't even know if you put that one out because that was before he was in nxt no yeah the the killer cross one it's a very that one's a real fun one especially like if you like if you want to just hear the man first off the man excellent speaker like the best like a lot of when we were interviewing him it's just me just sitting there just listening to him because he has this he has this way of talking where you're just drawn yeah in but the, like, <laughs> that that's just like uh-huh. that podcast did not hail in comparison to the one time i listened to one of your shows and i don't remember what it was but because you you're my friend we talk a lot you've already mm-hmm. told me the story but then i told you that it's so funny and then you told it on a show and it's when uh <laughs> Uh, Kazuchika Okada was doing autographs at Pro Wrestling Tees, and you like were like his like ha- his handler, and like you had to drive him around, and it was like an awkward car, you and Okada, and and that he really loves the was it the Moana soundtrack? No, so so the story goes um, prior to All In, um, whoever was in charge of Ring of Honor talent at the show, yeah, uh, he goes, hey, do you want to go pick up Okada at his hotel? <laughs> what a random. Yeah, he's like, I was like, um, yes, and like me, so me and Flip Gordon, we go pick up Okada, bring him back to the show, which is it was just, it was so cute because prior to all in, it just was so blasé. Hey, you want to pick up the IWGP champion? 
yeah, I'm like, of course. But prior to that, like they had some autograph signing outside and the biggest line was for Okada because obviously, obviously. And so like we pull up to the thing and there's all these people and he, he looks over at me. He goes, who are these people here for? I'm like you. He goes, nah, come on. I'm like, no, like they're here for you. He goes, no, 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 come on. Who? I'm like you. And it was just funny, you know, because I mean, whether he was just, you know, pulling my leg or not, that's just, it's his sense of humor. Oh, man. Uh, so then the next day, he does the autograph signing at our store, and I'm tasked with driving Tiger Hitori and Kazuchika Okada uh, back to their hotel over in Schaumburg, which, uh, I don't know, about like an hour in traffic, depending, you know, okay. from, from the shop. Sure. Uh, so we're driving down the alley, and I'm like, oh, hey, Okada, I'm like, do you, do you, want, you want to listen to some music? You know, because they were just t- kind of talking back and forth. And I'm like, oh, let me just see if they want just some background music. You want? He goes, uh, yes. I'm like, all right, uh, what do you listen to? He goes, uh, I don't know. I'm like, you want to listen to Drake? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put on some Drake. You know, we're, we're about to get out of the alley. He goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. About to do the 2C um, slide? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, and I'm like, all right, what do you want us to do? He goes, uh, remember me. From Coco. I was like, oh, oh course, Coco, sure, yeah. so, not Moana. <laughs> so I, I put on the Coco soundtrack. And perhaps the most adorable thing to ever happen to me, most adorable thing in the world is um, I'm on the expressway. I'm driving. And, you know, we have the Coco soundtrack, beautiful soundtrack, by the way. Uh, it's going on. And I, I look over and I see Tiger Hattori is already knocked out. And then I look over and Kazuchika Okada, the <laughs> IWGP <laughs> champion, is right there asleep. The ghost. The goat falling. He fell. The, the poor boy fell asleep oh, to the Coco soundtrack. Wow! And I was just like, <laughs> and I'm driving, and I'm just like, what the fuck is my life? Wow! Rainmaker. Uh, yeah. Then wow. I'm, I'm driving Kazuchika Okada uh, in my car to his hotel while he's asleep to the Coco soundtrack. Wow! This is beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. heard I, you've told me that, and that's just that's just fantastic. So I, you well, have some I, interesting I, stories from working at Pro Wrestling Tees. Which do you live there now? Like literally. So technically, yes, no, okay. maybe. So I kayfabe wise, uh, I think you do kayfabe, kayfabe. Yeah, I, I, I something like that. Yes, yeah, you I, have a new office studio. My, I have a new studio office. <laughs> my my living room may or may not be the freelance wrestling academy. Okay, uh, you know it's it, it's a lot of a lot of fun things, but I am I am definitely walking distance. Uh, from said pro wrestling tees, but it's fun. Like I mean, you mentioned, tons of wrestlers come in. Yeah. Uh, have well, not right, <laughs> <laughs> not, not right now. Not not right now. No. Uh, but some of the wrestlers on this show, where they've they've come through the shop before, yeah. and uh, can't talk about some that have because uh, kayfabe. Yeah. But um, some fun stories that I will tell you. Well, you're also that. you're also just a generous man. We um <laughs> we got really lit one night after recording a show, <laughs> me and Davey, and we did a pro wrestling tees order. And we put the address in as like the BDE, aka PWT Cast Fan Club, and our, our driver was probably like, "What the fuck?" But you, uh, you gave us a little extra shirts. I have so many wrestling shirts, and I can't go out anywhere to wear them. So I need to start just doing photo shoots of me in some wrestling shirts. Is pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, but that's typically my th- like. Uh, you know, I have like shout out to uh, to some of the the friends in the post family. You know, we have a. Uh, or we, I have a, a, a separate because we, me, you, Brandon from New Jersey, uh, <laughs> Jesse from Taipei. Oh, are you about uh, to out something that I don't know if we've not outed on a non Patreon show? Um, but you're there, referring to the BD. We, we, 
<laughs> we are a group of friends that communicate in a WhatsApp WhatsApp group. Yeah, in a WhatsApp group. Yeah, I have a separate. I have a separate one on Twitter. Uh, the Post Watchman, I guess, is what you would call. Oh, it. yeah, that group sounds it. soft. Well, listen, we have a WH, our, our fearless leader there. Uh, That's why it's Brandon soft. from New Jersey, <laughs> Mike Murray, uh, our man Neil. It's, I just hung you know, out with Mike Murray, who is yeah. a friend of Post Wrestling. He works nearby. He helped me out with getting a birthday gift for a friend recently. I got them these like crazy, uh, like. Japanese horror manga books um, that I found on recommendations. So shout out Mike Murray, but shout out uh, everyone in the in the post wrestling universe because they like it's weird because in quarantine I'm still working and I work a few days. I kind of got my shifts a little shortened down. I'm working a few days a week and then I do like this podcasting and that's kind of what I do to to like buy my time and it's it's been it's not just for me but like John and Way and I know WH Park has been putting out a lot of stuff so check out the post wrestling shows with him um I got to do that my dad has a heel wrestler movie review with him soon um but it's it's been crazy just like watching a lot of wrestling and not necessarily the wrestling that's been put out lately um I don't watch like raw and and stuff I see the clips on Twitter and so forth but I do the NXT cuz I'm your NXT friend and I watch the AEW show because we do uh, an AEW review on Up Next or every Thursday on the Patreon. But like other than that, I've just been me and Davey have our our Wednesday nights or our Thursday nights where we just throw back some old wrestling and and just like you know enjoy enjoy stuff we've never like necessarily seen. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing to to buy my time in this quarantine. I started The Sopranos today or last night. <laughs> Oh, I saw the tweet. Never, I, I've never seen the show. Oh, I, I figure you're like a TV movie aficionado. I trust your. Uh, See, I'm your I'm judgment. currently waiting on the this last episode of Westworld season three to to okay. air along with uh, Dave on. Uh, yeah, on you FX. told me to watch that. Dude, it's really good. Listen, Little Dicky, right? Yeah, Little Dicky. I yeah, w- wasn't a fan of like his music. Oh, you know, some of it's people great. People were like, "Oh, little Dicky," and at first I was like, ah. "I was very dismissive." I, was I remember like, supporting I was really his uh, crowdfunding thing actually for his EP, his mm-hmm. mixtape. Well, uh, I just so I discovered the show inadvertently. Like someone, there's a there's an episode where they go viral with, uh, you know, it, with, it's no spoilers. It's uh, he walk, walks around going, "Somebody suck me," oh. dressed as the, the mask. Jim Carrey's the mask, gotcha. and that becomes like viral. So. A lot of people at work kept saying that, and I was like, where is that from? And then and you then had to find me, the show. And they Sorry, told what's me, the so show? Dave? Dave. Dave on FX. Okay. Uh, With Lil Dicky. Of the show. Yes. <laughs> definitely uh, not official <laughs> <yeah>. sponsor. <laughs> FX sponsoring this week's episode. <laughs> no, uh, definitely no, so, not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I found the show. It's like awesome. So I've been queuing up with those two, and you know, you know what? Now that I've given Lil Dicky's music a, a second chance, it's, it's actually really good. I, I told you, <laughs> he does a, a freestyle over a Drake beat yeah. uh, with Tim Westwood. Yeah, awesome. it's lit. It's actually sick. Yeah, the one he did, he did one with Sway as well, and yeah. it's it's very good. But no, I've, I've not seen The Sopranos yet. I, I saw you posting about it, and I've always wanted to watch The Wire. I think I might give yeah, The Wire true. a chance. Yeah, I'm basically just watching things that uh, I've always like wanted to watch. So I've always wanted to watch The Sopranos. Breaking Bad's my favorite TV show ever. Nothing will ever change that. So maybe The Sopranos might give it a run for its money. So I'm pr- I'm already almost done season one, uh, but I'll cr- I'll fly through this. But 
been 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 watching a lot of of just older wrestling. I've been cooking. I made sushi the other day. I spent a lot of money and made it some proper sushi. I figured if I can roll blunts, I can roll sushi, just like Snoop Dogg says. And you know what? It's very true. Uh, I'm really good at rolling sushi. Not to uh, brush any dirt off my shoulder, but um, I made some bomb ass sushi. And I'm not talking like some California rolls, baby. I'm talking about some real shit. Some rolls, some hand rolls, some sashimi. I'm all about the slicing and dicing. That's what I. So was that was that today's or this week's NXT uh, (laughs) NXT meal? Uh, Actually, no. Uh, Today I went to. We live in Koreatown in Toronto, and um, we live across the street from this giant Korean Japanese um, like East Asian grocery store, and they sell some amazing stuff there. But um, they sold this like not. Not instant ramen, but like a to-go like ramen kit that you like. The noodles are like kind of like the fresher noodles, mm-hmm. um, and with the broth and stuff. And I just added some stuff into it. Uh, like I said, this this quarantine's made me a way better cook. Uh, I feel like I've been making some bomb ass stuff, and uh, I feel all super Japanese. First, it's uh, sushi, and then and then ramen. But I, I've been making some some just that's just fun to cook and stuff. Uh, so that's what it was today. I didn't think of a name for it though. Dude, I've missed ramen so much. We, it's a good thing Akira Tozawa wasn't on this, uh, this episode <laughs> of NXT because uh, then we know what it would have been called. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, ramen, I miss it so much. There's, uh, I've I told you about it before. There's this little. Like, you took us soup. to a place in Chicago once. It was yeah, bomb. but so yeah. there's a, another place I discovered. It's uh, kind of out in one of the suburbs, uh, out near Schaumburg, actually. Um, it's called Mitsuwa. It's this like Asian market. It, it's pretty big. On the outside, it doesn't look that big. Once you get inside, it's huge. I know I mentioned it to you because they have like a bookstore gift shop thing, and they have a ton of Godzilla stuff. Okay. Like I spe- I I remember going there for the first time and texting you immediately because I was like, I'm bringing it here next time. Yeah, that sounds it's great. Too, it's so much Godzilla stuff, but they have a in their cafeteria a ton of different you know a variety of Asian food. My go-to is uh, I always go to the ramen place. I go to the menu D two. That's a uh, D two. Mighty Ducks my, too. My, my my ramen with a little pork bowl. Yeah, uh, I had some, some pork, pork belly tonight. Yeah, it was fire. Dude, it was so good, and I I would literally go there every weekend because it was pretty cheap. It was like ten bucks for that. I would go there every weekend. We're just but, turning Japanese. That's what's happening. The, the thing the thing is now is they're closed. Oh no. Now, yeah. Well, at least the cafeteria part is. Okay. You know, they, they can't have that open. So I'll still go there for, for groceries. So you got to make it yourself now. Make that a goal. What else have you got to do? Well, that like so, you know, we're, we're in quarantine and uh, one would figure that we would have more free time. But with me being one of the managers yes. like, over here, pro wrestling tees, like I've actually been busier than oh. uh, I would expect, you know, because we, you know, we're, we're lucky in that we're, we're still working. Yeah. Um, it's just not to full capacity, not oh. to full staff, you know, we got to adhere to, you know, specific regulations and stuff. So we're, a lot of us are kind of just pulling double duty. So you're essential. But, I'm essential. People need their wrestling tees. Okay. That's what people yeah. need, and you're an essential worker, so get yeah, used to listen. it, pal. Yeah, get used to it. <laughs> but yeah, it's I've actually not had that much. Like I, I usually on weekends, I, I meal prep. Okay. So usually on like Sunday nights, I'll I'll cook enough food for the week. But it is always like one of those things where I, I miss the easy convenience of, you know what, we're gonna go get some ramen. Let's yeah. go, and that, that's probably that's probably the one thing I miss the most, especially like 
when we whenever we go to Canada, I'm always like, yo, there's the one ramen place over by your house that you that you've taken me to. I, I have the card that they gave us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That Kenton. and then Yeah. Oh, that's so good. You know what else that Chinese place you took me to? I remember we we were randomly out and about one night and at like three thirty and was that the time yeah. I took you to a rave by accident? <laughs> was it remember it when i took been. you to that rave yeah well, you don't yeah, like you don't you don't drink or, or smoke or anything and uh i took you to some sort of rave but a friend of mine got us in for free and we just showed up and i was like oh this is but not- you know what it was fun it was the experience like watching everyone trip because i'm i'm almost positive we were the only ones there not on something <laughs> And just seeing, like, walking around and just seeing people yeah. trip, it was... Yeah, you came to visit one time, and then uh, we went out to it, we bar hopped a bit, and then we we were out with some friends, and then a friend of mine works worked at a place, and it was like, yeah, I can just let you open the side door and let you guys in. And then we show up, and I'm like, oh, this is not the right place for two people. We were, like, in probably in, like, wrestling, wrestling t-shirts, oh, and, like... We, we were in... <laughs> were we were matching? Rest- <laughs> we were wearing matching pro wrestling tea hoodies, the ones that the one that I brought. At a rave, at, like... Three or four in the morning or something. And I'm pretty sure we sat down and just started discussing like wrestling and Oh yes. This was it was literally so it was both of us in our pro wrestling tees hoodies. I'm wearing a uh, Star Wars Mandalorian uh snapback. You have some sort of snapback on yourself. Yes. We're we're sitting we're sitting off to the side discussing probably wrestling, like stick out like sore thumbs. Fantastic. But you know what? It's those memories that I cherish uh, the most. Yes, also be- because we had we were just at Sneaky D's right before. Ah, that. see, I teach, yeah. I taught you the ways of Toronto. Uh, they're but, still open in this quarantine. They're 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 really? they're doing takeout. Like you can't go there. They can just deliver or takeout. Well, f- for those unaware, I've got a, I've got a maple leaf tattoo on my on me. You're uh, you're pretty much it, Canadian then. Yeah. So when people assume I'm Canadian all the time, yeah. I've, I've I've told the story before. I've I've been to Universe. Like I was at Universal Studios once wow. uh, with a friend. And uh, one of the workers there, she was like, oh, how do you like it here in America? And I'm like, oh, it's great. And she walks away and I was like, this fucking racist lady. I was like, she sees this Mexican guy and just assumes I'm not from here. And my friend goes, no, she looked at your tattoo and then looked at you and thought you you were Canadian. And I was just like, oh, okay." So now when people ask, I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's. Canada's great. I actually grew up near Etobicoke, but now I live in Koreatown <laughs> over in Toronto. Uh, actually, I grew up in like North York Scarborough, but you know, it's okay. You know, I, I lived in Etobicoke for a little while. Didn't work out. Too many aliens. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and they're just like, oh, okay. Because if I just say names of cities and places, yeah, they're, they're going to assume or, this guy knows what he's talking yeah. about. He's telling you, you know, that I, you hang out in the annex, Koreatown with the Brady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've 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 hung around you and you know John and Wei and David enough to yeah to kind of just fake it. Same fake, with me. Uh, now I can tell people I've been to Chicago. You've taken us all over, so I can just pretend we're sister cities. No, Toronto and Chicago. Yeah, pretty much. Listen, Toronto, I've said all the time. Chicago. Like, Toronto is like a, it's like a nicer version of Chicago. Wow, bars. Someone's offended right now. I'm listen, CM I, Punk I, is listening and he's he's blocking you. No, Phil. No, Phil. Phil's a friend of mine. He's he wouldn't do that. Well, he wouldn't listen either. But it's it's okay. Probably not. What if he did? Like, what if he was like, "Hey, I didn't want to tell you, but I fuck with uh, with Brayden and Davey." He's like, just don't tell anyone. All right, this is the one time I'm ever gonna say shout out any wrestlers listening to uh, a <laughs> <laughs> 
because uh, we appreciate you because this is uh, you guys are still doing these things. Some wrestlers are still wrestling, which is insane to me. Like I'm terrified to go out. I have I have asthma. When I was a kid, I had terrible asthma attacks. So this whole thing is like a respiratory. COVID nineteen is all about you know your your breathing and stuff, and I'm like freaking out. So to to be going out and putting on entertainment, which is now deemed essential, which is ridiculous. Uh, is like beyond me so like i know this is a show where we review wrestling and stuff but like shout out these people uh, they should should they be doing it probably not but uh well yeah Godspeed. these shows are these shows are just very weird, weird. And very like well i don't know i'm not sure if, if you saw the article uh apparently vince is in a giant fuck it mood like he's just doing whatever hence why they're doing a money in the bank match uh, the raid style. Yeah, their headquarters. This is crazy. We mentioned this on the show. We will be doing a watch along live on our YouTube, and then doing a, a review for our Patreon afterwards for this Money in the Bank show, which just is is crazy. It's the climb the corporate ladder, right? So, uh, just just wild. Um, and I mean, you know, AEW is is no crowd. Sort of, they somewhat have a crowd. And then I, I haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown, but. NXT tonight. It's still weird, but I've gotten used to the fact that there's no crowd. It's just it's just weird that it's continuing on. But again, it's like I'm thanking them for entertaining me, but it's just weird. We can't we can't ignore well, that it is. Well, to kind of get to like uh, you know like right now, Vince is still throwing these shells regardless. I mean, he allegedly you know it, it's so weird that his wife donated all this money to the <laughs> governor of right of Florida, and then it becomes essential. But I digress. He's essentially in this giant like fuck it mood. And I guess uh, he was considered like a, I think it was Zeb Coulter, okay, uh, who tweeted out something like, "Yeah, Vince is trying to sell WWE to Disney," and I guess wow. they're like in talks about it, which is why he brought up like, "Oh yeah, WWE may be like regular pay per views again," uh, you know, a few months back, which right to think <laughs> that you you one day could get the undisputed era versus the Avengers because it'll all be canon. <laughs> wow, are you? Kidding? I am. What I'm for that? I'm Spider-Man for that. versus Ricochet. Well, Spider-Man, Sony. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. you're breaking my heart, you bastard. Oh yeah. man. Oh, but I man. mean, it's wow. that would be you know if if that would happen, Disney would just own everything now at this point. And wow, you could, I hope that doesn't happen because Baron Corbin is would be the ugliest Disney princess of all time. Well, that would make that would canon wise that would technically make Stephanie McMahon a Disney princess, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. This this is all too wild. I couldn't imagine any other WWE Disney crossovers. Um, clearly, um, Okada would want to see the the Coco one. Oh yeah! <laughs> I just and watched I- uh, Disney Plus <laughs> Onward. Um, it was all right. It wasn't as good as some of the other Pixar ones because those Pixar ones creep up on you. They get you. They bring a tear you know, to your eye. You know what? Someone and I don't know if uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the term uh, a Pixar mom. Okay, Karen. If if you notice now, oh, I got a good Karen story for you. <laughs> continue, um, but continue. <laughs> uh, there's a I don't know how to how to say it. The, all all the Pixar moms are built a certain way. Oh right, the um, way that the animators it, always make your their moms like thick. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh someone mentioned to me this weekend we were we were speaking about someone and they were like, oh yeah, she's you know she, she looks like a Pixar mom. Wow. And I was like, I was like, well. What? Mrs. They're Incredible. Like, they're I like, yeah, they were like, they were like, think Mrs. Incredible, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's a that's a good one. I gotta th- I gotta I gotta tell Brayden that we can start using that one. 
Oh, man. I, I do love those Pixar movies. Now I'm understanding why. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of... That's why there's, there's no... Good thing there's no mom in Finding Nemo, right? <laughs> I guess that's the silver lining. I don't think they would have... Uh, Rule 34, bro. <laughs> Rule 34. Yeah. Which I don't think that's a real thing because... You know, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this so well, much. Well, the other night, just the other night, I Googled Lil Wayne, Dr. Manhattan because I could not sleep. And I was like, for sure, somebody has Photoshopped a picture of okay. Lil Wayne as Dr. Manhattan. And? and I could not find it anywhere. And it, it drove me insane. I was literally just scrolling and i was on like page 47 or something of like google images just looking for this and i'm just ma- imagining uh the blue dude who's naked with all those tattoos like the carter albums yep yeah. and the dreads you had to put the dreads on there <laughs> i was listening to some Wayne the other day i'm getting bored in this quarantine I'm going crazy um we do have a patreon for all the shows me and davey did uh go crazy watching so much wrestling this past week, last week, we watched the classic All Japan Pro Wrestling epic rivalry between Masawa and Kawada. We did a whole podcast on it, Best Match Ever, which is up on our Patreon. Five bucks a month. Try us out. You get all the shows from the past and the new ones. But that one was some... It was cool because I, I'm bitching about how wrestling is just weird right now. So my... my um way to solve this issue is just go back watch wrestling that you might not seen before so i've just looked up old bangers of matches and we've been watching them and doing podcasts on them we did a review of the batman the movie from 1966 for an edition of up yours featuring our world champion patron rob mcdonald who joined us that one was so much fun batman and that bat bomb and the bat shark holy shit so so many things up on our patreon as well um Now's the time to kind of help us out and try out all the podcasts that we have. Once you pay the five bucks, you get all the shows in the past. And we've been working so hard on doing these podcasts and the, re- and the reception we've been getting for not just this show, but for all the shows has been amazing. So thank you, well, everyone. Well, I can vouch for them, too, because, listen, I've said it before, you know, Scrump, your friend, the the Roddy of Europe next week. <laughs> yeah, it's going to love anything you guys put out. But Alberto, the consumer of podcasts who subscribes to your Patreon, loves it because there's you guys do put out just so much content. Well, thank you, you know? very much. And, it, yeah. and it, it's all fun. Like best match ever. I'll sit there and I'll listen to it, and for the most part, I, I'll kind of listen to it in parts. Like you guys will talk about a match, and I'll be like, "Oh, I should I should go ahead and just look this up, and if I haven't already seen it, yeah, it's see, great to watch you know? them before we talk about them for sure. Yeah, and I'll go and I'll watch them, and I'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that that was really good." Um, yeah, then you do the movie reviews, like the Batman. The you know, I never watched the the old Batman movie the wow. one you guys reviewed, but like hearing you guys talk about it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I need to go back and. and I can't watch believe you've movie. never seen that, but yeah, <laughs> that one. No, I used I used to watch. There was a, a channel out here uh, locally. It was called Me TV, and they would just play old old TV. You okay, know, basically anything from like the 60s to yeah. like early 80s, and bat, it was the monkeys. Yes. And then Batman would play and then something Gilligan's else. But I, it's, I just probably, probably something like that. But I would watch it all. Oh, no, it's Three's Company, I believe. Nice. Um, yeah. So I would just watch those shows. And so I'm familiar. I, I'm familiar with it. Like when you were talking about uh, Catwoman, I, I, in fact, knew Ju- Julie Newmar was. <laughs> I your, think she, your Catwoman. Yeah. She was, you know, she filled out that costume great. And I think she was like. The Catwoman, but they definitely had a. They had others, which yeah. Yeah, On this show, we learned so much. I learned that um, 
that Clint Eastwood was cast originally to be Two-Face in the show, but then the show mm-hmm. got canceled, which is crazy. But you can listen to us nerd out about Batman, and we talk about the new Batman movie and stuff as well on that show. Again, all up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext. And hey, uh, follow the Upnext Twitter, at Upnext Podcast. We post all the stuff, and we live tweet during NXT. Uh, we usually go live on YouTube afterwards, but tonight we didn't because, um, you know times that they are they are a change and times are crazy so um yeah i guess it's time to talk about what we're actually here to talk about it's <laughs> Which is funny it, be- <laughs> because I, I i tweeted out prior to this uh, i was like brayden and i will go on for about 45 minutes <laughs> not to- before we get into up next and then we realize and i think as of right now we've been talking for about uh half an hour which is it's great you it's know just fantastic like, like we listen we all we all watch the nxt um, but well, actually, a lot did, of people don't. They just listen to us. I mean, that's what I do with Raw and SmackDown. But before before we get into NXT, I got to tell you my story about me beating a tall Karen and returning this couch. A Karen? A Karen. Yeah, I was a Karen, brother. Let me tell you. So uh, about two weeks ago, um, you, you mentioned I have the, the podcast studio. and Yeah, where you just moved. Yeah, you know, I just moved in. Uh, unfortunately, the week before I moved in here, Ikea closed down. So I've not been able to get a lot of things oh. for the studio, especially because Ikea is like, oh, we can ship this to you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Wrong. Movie, send it to you in <laughs> July. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, no. I, you know, I need it now. Uh, so we've been making do with what we can, uh, wow. you know, putting up posters and things, just things that we can't put in there because obviously – there's just certain things I can't buy. Uh, but one of the things I was like that this needs is a couch. I'm like, I need a couch in here specifically because uh, my boss generously donated a giant 80-inch television to us that's oh. mounted on the wall. It's essentially the size of the wall. It, it's like being in a movie theater. And I don't have a couch to sit on. I sit in my computer chair, and it's not very comfortable, as one could imagine. Right. So uh, – I was like, all right, well, let me try and find the let me try and find a couch somewhere. Let me see if any furniture stores are open. Um, do you guys have Menards in Canada? A what? Nards? Men- Men- Menards. Wolfman's like got home- Nards. Wolfman's got Nards. It's like a Home Depot. It's okay. A, Maynards. Know, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't, uh, but all right. Well, we have one over here. Uh, and I went we were we were in there to buy some something for the mounts for the television to put television in. And I see they have couches. I'm like, oh, cool. Let me, you know, let me look at some of these. Go back the next week. They've already moved them out. They're like, oh, we, you know, it's seasonal, so we had to get rid of them. Wow. I'm um, like, what? I was like, there's this one specific couch I saw. I, I could describe it to them. They're like, we don't have it here. There's uh, another location in the Burps that has it. Rent a truck. Go pick it up. Perfect. It was it was cheap for how big it was. It was cheap, and I was like, oh, it's the best. It's gonna look so amazing in our studio. And and it totally would have. Oh. Had we had we physically been able to get it in there? Oh no! For, yeah, it was so. The place that I'm in, it's three floors. Through the first floor, the most direct way up into where the studio is, is impossible because the hallways were just too short. Couldn't get it in there. So we had to take it all the way up through the third floor uh, and then back down the back stairwell what? into the second. It was the worst just to get it in into the actual space. Where okay, the studio is located. So what happened? How does Karen get involved here? Uh, couch was physically never going to fit into that room. It was short of knocking down a wall. It was never going to fit in there. There was just absolutely no way. Everyone kept saying, have you tried? And yes, it was anything anyone said, have you tried? I was like, yes, we tried it. Can't figure it out. 
So I called Menards. I'm like, hey, can I return this? They're like, yeah, no problem. Just bring your receipt. I'm like, all right. I call back the next day. I'm like, are you, hey, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can return it. I call back the original store I bought it from. They're like, yeah, any store. Just bring your receipt. It's fine. All right. So I go to the one over here to return it. And you can already kind of tell they're like, like, all right, they're like, we'll drive around back to the some sort of loading dock and whatever. Go back there. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to return this. The guy's like, and why are you returning it? Had a little bit of scuff marks on it. Not going to lie. But I'm like, well, didn't fit. You know, I show him a picture. I'm like, look, this we physically can't get this in this room. Right. Like it doesn't this fit. Guy, so what It just doesn't fit. I'm like, it's a brand new couch. He goes, I'm going to have to talk to my boss about this. Give me a sec. Goes inside. And mind you, I've worked customer service right. like 10 years yeah. now. So I, I know how this is going to go. He comes out and he's like, yeah, sorry, man. He goes, uh, we can't take it back because of the condition that it's in and because of the COVID-19 crisis. And I was like, well, which is it? The COVID-19 crisis <laughs> or the condition that it's in? Oh, no. I'm like, because I called. and What? Oh, well, yeah. And it's, so it's kind of just a little bit back and forth. He's like, well, my district manager. And that's, I'm like, well, Uh-oh. can you bring your district manager out here? I'm like, oh, I'd love Uh-oh. to talk to him. Q Karen. Oh, Q Karen. My Karen haircut was at full effect. That guy comes out. And he's like, oh, well, and he tries to tell me something. I was like, you know what? I was like, I, call, I called earlier at this other store, and I spoke to their district manager. He said they could, he could do it there, and that you guys should be able to do it here. I'm like, do you need me to call them so you can instruct you on how to do your job? Oh. And he's like, oh, well, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, it's okay. And I'm like grabbing my phone. I'm like, let me just look up the number. And they're like, oh, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll give you start credit. just take the couch. Exactly. At this point, I'm like, just take the couch. Mind you, it's also about to start raining, and we're outside on this loading dock. They're like, they're like, we can give you store credit. I was like, no, no, no. I paid 300 American dollars for this. I expect Whoa. 300 American dollars Ballin. back. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, and it was just this back and forth. And every shitty Karen that I dealt with while working customer service, I I brought that out. I took all their best, you were their worst qualities. Oh, I was caring. <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was like that scene in The Dark Knight Rises where Bane was like, "Oh, you know, you just adopted the darkness. I was born in it." And I very much carried my way into getting my refund. You got your money couch. back. Got my money back. Wow. I, like, I'm explaining the story afterwards to you know to my coworkers. Yeah, one of my buddies goes, oh, man, what a fucking Karen you are. You're Karen. The other guy wasn't Karen, but you Karen'd your way into a Karen. You worked your way into a shoot, brother. I worked my way into yeah, a <laughs> shoot, brother. But uh, there will be a couch in there eventually. For There's going to be a couch. For when you come over, wow. you spend, you know, because the one thing right now with Corona is can't see you, Braden. Don't no. know when I'm going to see you. No, it could be. it could be forever. It could be so long. Before well, I can you, come, I had plans to do Wrestle Dynasty, and I'm fucking heartbroken. So, yeah, yeah, I actually wanted to. I'm staring at them right now. I got two bottles of Chris Jericho's bubbly. Beer. I know you're Chris such a Jericho, nice friend. Chris Jericho, Rock and Roll Rager at Sea Part Duh. You're so kind. I, you don't drink, and you thought, wow, who does drink? Not anyone in Chicago, but me. And you're so kind, but I can't get, come yeah. and get. I can't come and get it because Corona. And I can't drive over there to get them because the border wow. is closed. I can't get my bottle of bubbly. Thanks, Corona. Yeah, thanks, Corona. <laughs> Jeez, fuck, just ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, this whole thing is—it's great. I'm, I'm. I hope you get a new couch soon. Yeah, I mean, listen, like it's. Sorry to hear that. Egg, I have a couch. Yeah. If you want to come here, crash. You've crashed on it. <laughs> I've crashed <laughs> on that couch, and 
things have happened on that I mean, couch. no, things have happened on my couch. Things have, I think that something happened in the back room, which is now we call it the scrump room, which the scrump room leads to our back our backyard, which has been yeah. super over. A lot of people are up next up experts as our, uh, we're calling them. Uh, you know, the, the huge story last week coming out of our show is that we have our backyard. Um, an update is uh, our landlord, our landlord Ray Ray Romano. Who, Shout uh, out Ray Romano, <laughs> love that show. Um, <laughs> he uh, he lets us use the garden now, and it's lit. But um, we had an issue with our we had an issue with plumbing, and oddly enough, we had an issue with our toilet again today. But uh, Ray Romano came over um, right away with his uh, face face mask on. He asked what the problem was, and I told him what the problem was. Um, we can still flush, but you know, just taking precautions. And uh, Ray Romano is going to get to the bottom of the issue of our toilet probably sometime tomorrow. So uh, there's that. There's the update. So you're, so you're currently not able to use your toilet? <laughs> no, we can. We can. We can. Even number oh. even number twos, unless you take an upper decker, which we, we don't do. So we're good. We're all right yeah, here. Yeah, you shouldn't take an upper decker. No, right? no. Only at, only, at, only at house parties. <laughs> listen, I contemplated... I've I've contemplated doing that before, specifically with this last place that I right. moved out of. Really shitty landlords that tried to. Did I tell you the story how they tried to extort? Yes, us? I remember. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just tried to extort us for some money. That's when they, you take an upper decker. Yeah, and if you don't know what head, it is, look it up. <laughs> in my head, I I regretted not taking upper oh. decker because, you know, if someone tries to extort you for eighteen hundred dollars, uh, you should definitely take a shit in there. <laughs> You know, <laughs> toilet. You should definitely upper decker them. If you get, if anyone listening to this gets takes anything out of this podcast, number one is take an upper decker if need be. All right, I'll leave it to you guys to judge the situation, but you know, I've never taken one. But I, I, I was gonna say, um, you know, if you have, where did you do it? But on NXT, there was weirder questions asked to tag team partners. So maybe I'll wait till we get to that segment to uh, to talk about that. You mean the upper decker segment that they had? <laughs> yeah, that upper decker segment, which we should get into because let's talk about NXT. NXT from April 29th, 2020, baby. See, and- <laughs> if this was still the old format, right there is where like music would have played. Wow, the old format. Wow. The old format. Wow. Yeah. Don't, we don't talk about those formats anymore. Um, so we start off NXT with a format that they've been doing, which is the Cruiserweight Championship Interim Tournament, essentially. So this whole tournament that's kind of like the G1 sort of thing is all these cruiserweights fighting for a chance to be interim cruiserweight champion. And we've been following the story of Drake Maverick, who is in a match tonight, um, who's been fighting for his life. And tonight he fights for his life again. We start off with a match from the same tournament featuring Isaiah Swerve Scott and El Hijo del Fantasma. El Hijo. El Hijo. Thank you. Thank you. He sp- he uh, he cuts a promo later in Spanish. Maybe I'll get you to translate it for me because um, I-, I figured out what he said. Vamanos. I know what he said. He said, "Take an upper decker." <laughs> we're not. If talking. need be, <laughs> we're not. We're definitely no. It's not what he said. Uh, Swerve Scott and Phantasma one on one in this cruiserweight tournament. Um, right away, Phantasma 
right as the bell rings, goes for his like flying O'Connor roll, which I mentioned last week, which just looks awesome, but only a two count. Um, they go back and forth doing like technical head scissors and high flying moves, kick ups and, and swords. They brawl on the outside, and there's this like giant step up Enzigiri where Swerve Scott just drops on the outside. When they come back from commercial, they're fighting up top on the, the, the ropes essentially, and Swerve Scott hits this like springboard rope to the other rope, Huracan Rana, Frankensteiner on Phantasma, which just looked awesome. Um, then there's an, another Rana by Phantasma who gets some offense. Then like his diving through the rope splash. There's a bridging German from Scott. Then there's the Frosbury flop to the outside. He lands on his feet and then gets hit with a tope. The, the tope from the gates of hell, as Tom Phillips called it, from Phantasma. They get back in the ring. Swerve Scott counters the move and locks in a crucifix pin and gets the victory over El Hio? Eho. Eho, not Eho. Yeah, it's like you're saying Eho, but Eho. Eho. Yeah. Del Fantasma. Swerve Scott wins this match and and goes gets the point here in this interim cruiserweight tournament. This was a fun match. Uh, I, I liked some of the spots in it was, were really cool. Uh, it didn't really get into like the next level for me. It was kind of cut off right before it. But I love this Fantasma and his, his flying tope from the gates of hell. It is lit. It definitely felt like they held back a little bit just because... Um, this might be a feud that we see again down the line and they yeah. probably just don't want to give it all away because yeah, like you mentioned, there were, there are some really fun spots. The, the one spot where he did the, the hurricane Rana from one rope to another rope. I, I'm not a fan of like those spots where people are just in the ring waiting, like you know, just chilling. Which, yeah. Yeah. Like I know private party, like a lot of their matches, uh, they have like that one specific move where the person's essentially just kind of waiting for them to be to be hit. I know Bandito has one that's similar. Yeah, um, that was the that kind of took me out of it a little bit because I'm like, oh well, he should have just gotten down from that rope. Yeah, you know, I swear I would have missed him. But no, it was it was a fun match. You know, and like you said, uh, it never kind of got to the next level. But I think it's fine because, I mean, right now in their group in their block, they're both leading technically. So yeah, so Swerve Scott, I think Swerve is like kind of one of the main guys here in this tournament. Realistically, he could be a project. He, he's he's always fallen short with the cruiserweight title. So, and there was that kind of he he him and Devlin can have that side feud and things. So there is potential for him to kind of win this whole thing. Although a lot of people are saying Kushida and obviously Drake Maverick, but there's so many different like avenues and, and matchups that we can get out of this as well. But yeah. Um, Swerve Scott winning this match against Phantasma. After the match, Swerve Scott says, I told you, I told you, I told Phantasma that I'd beat him. I knew him before we both got to NXT. We've had matches, but I know, and he knows, that I needed this more than him. I needed this more than anyone, and I'm going to be the champion, says Swerve Scott. Morrow made a reference about Isaiah Swerve Scott and how he's just as lit as Travis Scott and his Fortnite concert. Um, did you did you partake in, in that? I, I've i never played <laughs> Fortnite. I was trying to think of a Fortnite reference I could make. Right. But I'm an old man. Had right. no idea. You could you could put four different screens from Fortnite in front of me and ask me to pick out which one is Fortnite. And I well, you know who Travis Scott is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know Travis Scott. Sicko mode. 
Yeah, there you go. You know, Antidote. He's yeah. got the new song with uh, Kid Cudi. That's the song I think Mara was referencing. Hey, Kid Cudi was on Westworld, bringing it back around. Oh, yeah. True, yeah. yeah. He's cool. He's cool. He's all right. Kid Cudi. Um, someone who uh, who probably loves Kid Cudi, too, is Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, he's- hold on. I think you forgot to mention the – or was that now where they uh- – I think that was a little bit later. Yeah. That's him. That's him like being interviewed. Um, yeah. I don't know why it was placed in that, in the placement it was as well, but you're, you're right. That does happen. Um, we can just mention it now, I guess. Let's just do that. Cause I hate how they kind of separate these, like this happened after that match. So they should have just aired it here. But, um, El Hijo del Fantasma is basically attacked by these masked luchadors again. And, we saw like a bunch of people being kidnapped and that Phantasma is the only one to fight them off. Well, the same thing happens again. He fights these guys off. So some people are saying that he is the, uh, the, the guilty one that maybe this is all just a swerve bro. And that he is the leader. Cause this is where, uh, I didn't, I didn't actually need your translation. Cause he fights these, these luchadors off. And then he says, vamonos, vamonos. And uh, I think I understand what that means. What do you think it means? It means get the hell out of here, you bums. It means, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, get out of here. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I learned I'm that sorry, from Breaking Bad. I, I very, very quickly in my head, I was like, wait, is, is that it? right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, myself. Yeah. Uh, Your mom would I be def- really upset at you right now. <laughs> oh, would she? Yeah. It means uh, let's go, I, essentially. Yeah, I know originally there was like talks of him being the leader of this group and it kind of being like a Stockholm Syndrome thing where, you know, where he's like, oh, brainwash these two guys into into being with him. I think he will in the end be associated with the group. Okay, I have this idea. All right. I think I said it last week, but I'll say it here. The two guys are Phoenix, like Wild or whatever, Joaquin Wild, Uh sorry. And the other guy is Raul Mendoza. Because you've always seen two assailants attacking one guy. So the other two... It's like Scream. Spoilers. Yes. But in Scream, there's there's really two killers who are under the mask. So you always see one guy at the, at the same time. Unlike Superman and Clark Kent. Whereas here, it could be Raul and Wild in the masks. But when they were kidnapping Raul, it was Wild and Phantasma. And vice versa, vice versa. We have sorted out this mystery. They're all in on it. They're actually, it, it's like that Jesse Smollier, Smollier guy from Empire. Uh-huh. He, he faked a kidnapping and, and shit or like this whole thing. That's what this, that's what this character is. That's what this gimmick is. I just figured it out. Boom. Yeah. Seems. I mean, if that's, if that's where they go, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent down. Uh, <laughs> if they don't incorporate him into the group, I think it'll be weird. I just, I don't see what sort of payoff you could have with, I guess him just beating these two nameless, faceless luchadors. Exactly. So it's going to be him with his stable, I think. Makes the most yeah. sense. And it, it kind of makes sense for, uh, what's his name, Joaquin Wilde to, to be the mouthpiece because uh, you don't want to associate like Zelina with them. Uh, Michael Bivens already has his group. Robert Stone already sure. has his group. Uh, I'm sure they could find someone down there to, to be a mouthpiece. But I think, you know, Joaquin Wilde, make him the mouthpiece. And the DJ. And the DJ, yes. DJ, Mouthpiece. <laughs> he do it all. Yeah. Um, so going now to Dominic Dijakovic, who this was filmed earlier in the day, uh, during the daytime. And he has beef with Johnny Gargano. 
He says Johnny Gargano's had like 1,700 takeovers in a row. He's been booked on a million shows. And now he's come out and, and said all this stuff and has turned a new leaf. Well, I have issues with that. I have issue of him saying he's the heart and soul and the guy around here. So let's see if he can back it up with someone as big as me. So he challenges Johnny Gargano to a match next week on NXT. So Dominic Dijakovic and Johnny Gargano being teased for next week, which sounds pretty good. I think I said on this show I could see potentially see a Gargano-Keith Lee program down the line. But before we get to that, we get to see Dijak and and Gargano. And yeah, I think I'm I'm tuning in next Wednesday. Yeah, that's well, definitely... I am, I am regardless, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's your job to tune in. <laughs> regardless, yeah, it, it sounds very much like a fun match to to sit to sit and watch because uh johnny johnny's good wrestling anyone of any size you know one of my favorite matches that a lot of people don't talk about are is uh alistair black versus johnny gargano from one of the war games pay-per-view okay and for someone of his size like he worked very well with alistair black uh sometimes you it's kind of like ah oh, man it, the styles don't clash just because of you know how how much bigger one person is and Dijak's huge. Yeah, he is. You know, he's a big Dijak's boy. a huge man. Um, but I think if there's anyone who can convincingly beat, which I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. I can't see Johnny getting this renewed push and then losing to Dijak. Uh, you know, if there's anyone who convincingly beat him, it'll be him because at this point we've really only seen bigger guys, you know, your Keith Lee's, your, uh, Damian priests beat Dijak and, for someone smaller like Gargano to do it, I think it'll be a convincing way. Oh, you know, yeah. Will... Gargano's going to beat him for sure. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I need to see it. Gargano is the heart and soul of NXT. But we'll get to that because he's he's coming out a little later. Um, in fact, he's coming out with Candice LeRae right now. Candice LeRae with a whole new character. She's the Lavender Lady. She's got, like, purple hair, dark lipstick, and new heel music. I believe it, it said something like the like the something pixie. So she used to be called like the pint sized pixie, and now I think she's going by the poison pixie. Yeah, poison pixie. Um, when you don't know where your character's going, when all else fails, turn heel and change your hair and get heel music. I like everything about this so far. I kind of accept this this music. I liked her music before, but I guess you just needed to change it. The music is kind of cheap. It's cheap dark heel music. I found everything. Yeah. Everything else was sick, though. Yeah, I mean her her music. It's generic right now, which is fine because in time they'll find. You know, I feel they'll find something better for her. But yeah, I they they had a perfect baby face. They did. They did. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a shot because it works. Yeah, it works you know, all the time. I like I like heels, and I think yeah. it could work. But she's yeah. changed her look completely. She looks like a kind of Harley Quinn type thing, and of course the dark lipstick because she's a heel, right? And and with her being like ring announced, walking to the ring with her is her husband Johnny Gargano in his lovely jacket, white jacket. He says, "Please welcome the best wrestler in the world." She's now stepped into the building. She's the most thoughtful caring loving person ever who's who's got the best kicking foot uh some and something about how the foot is a form of birth control and she's from california but now residing in my heart candace LeRae, the poison pixie so johnny doing his best uh like paul Heyman introducing 
his wife to the ring, which is so, so funny to see. Uh, so good to see. I kind of like that aspect of it where he's just gushing over his, his wife. <laughs> it's very it's very much one of those things where I wish there was a crowd for that. Yes, yes, the, this would the work. Full, the full seal crowd of anyone would would Boo they the would see that and say, "Okay, we got you. We know yeah. we know what we're supposed to do," and just and boo, boo the shit out of them. Uh, he's being so like endearing and like like ch- like lovey dovey and stuff like that throughout this because Candice LeRae, the heel Candice LeRae, is going one on one with Casey Catanzaro who comes to the ring. They start off and they do a test of strength. Um, but Candace gets the offense, does like a head snap. Um, there's like this jumping, spinning splash attempt from, from Catanzaro, but the knees are up from Candace. I don't know what that move would have done if she connected, to be honest, but she just jumped in the air doing like a, like a cheer and then landed on Candace's knees. Candace LeRae hits a sidewalk slam and then gets her in the corner and just slaps her up, just up and down, slaps to Casey, and then hits like this surfboard into the, the curb stomp, essentially, which they saying she calls the wicked stepsister stomp. And Casey Catanzaro falls victim to the new evil poison pixie Candace LeRae. And as she's like pinning her, Johnny's like on the now apron on his stomach with his his fists on his under his chin, all dreamy eyed with his his legs behind him in the air, kicking like he's he's like just he's swooning. Yeah, he's just just dreaming over his wife as she gets the victory here. I absolutely loved that aspect of it, too. The match itself here was just pretty much a squash. Gets Candice over. But I know that Candice LeRae is a fantastic wrestler. One of the best that they have here in NXT. And uh, this the, the match here didn't really do it for me. But it's evolving and getting the character changing and, and forward. So I'm okay with it. And I think going forward, it'll be a fun character. Especially in this weird no-people era. Yeah, I... I wasn't a fan of the name that they gave to a finisher, which, uh, if I'm not mistaking, it's uh, Super Dragon's finisher from from PWG. Oh, Super would, Dragon. Yeah, which would make sense as she was the only woman who was ever booked at PWG, and you know, so I would imagine there's a there's a strong relationship there, and yeah, definitely homage to him with that move. Again, unless I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I know Oni Lorcan tweeted something about Super Dragon now, so that makes sense. <laughs> all right, there, yeah, there you go. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm digging her character. Like again, you know, you you had a perfect baby face in her, but I think I think you'll get more mileage out of her being a heel right now, especially because um, and I think I I think we oh no that that that's not till a few segments later. Yeah, uh, but I think they might do a double turn with her and EO somewhere down the line because EO works great as True. A, as a as a I mean she's kind of like a heel tweener right now. Yeah, EO's a cool baby face right now that everyone got behind and I think that'll happen again with Candace down the line. But right now she's going forward with being this poisonous pixie. Poisonous pixie. Wonder if she eats pixie sticks. Do that <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe no, actually, no. <laughs> Look! Look at her and Johnny. They don't need anything. No, they eat Caesar salad and chicken. Uh, yeah, they, they don't need any junk food. <laughs> I shamelessly or Uber eats Chipotle the other day, and I felt really bad about it because I wasn't supporting any like small businesses. 
but like I had a day off and didn't want to cook. A, a lot of small businesses around here that I would like to support aren't open, so really right. my only option has been Chipotle. I just shamelessly it. like Chipotle a lot, and I don't like to talk about it, so let's listen, not talk about it. Listen, Chipotle, <laughs> another sponsor of this week's no. podcast. Uh, no? Wait, you shouldn't be supporting Chipotle unless you – I mean, again, what would your mom think? <laughs> My mom likes Chipotle. Wow. Oh, there you heard. Then I'm allowed to like it too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's, you know, the whole, it's not authentic Mexican. It's fine. It's, barbacoa, listen, baby. Barbacoa. Yeah. The bulls, yeah. not the burritos, the bulls. Yeah, no, the bulls. They skip you on the, the burritos. Yeah, it's all about the bulls. That's what I've learned in my life. If you learn anything, it's the bulls. Never the burrito, the bulls. You just get the, <laughs> you just get the thing on the side and you make your own little burritos if you want. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You're ordering, you know, and hey, download the app as well. Yo, Get yourself some points because yeah. I've been eating tons of free Chipotle. Wait, they on, have a points card? They have a point. They have a points app. Yo, which is sponsoring this next segment? Why don't you tell them? Yo, Chipotle uh, fucks. Yo, Chipotle, Chipotle's banging. <laughs> Anyways, Damien Priest, uh, he lives forever, probably because he eats the bowls. Doesn't have the the same amount of like you know. What well, he's a, vam- he's a vampire, so all he's eating is... Uh, they put garlic plasma. in those bowls? <laughs> no, he's he's feasting off the plasma and life blood off. Off the uh, barbacoa. Yeah, uh, yeah, off the NXT droppers. Uh, Damian right. Priest wants to live forever, and to do that, he tonight will face Keith Lee for the North American Championship. And Keith, if you can breathe... And you fight, and you do come down to the ring tonight. Then I will finish what I started. If you remember, he beat him with the nightstick, which causing him to have breathing issues last week. So tonight he says, "When it's over, Keith, I will be the one basking in the glory of the North American Championship." Uh, kind of a dull promo. I thought he could have said literally anything, and he didn't really say much. He's he did count by uh, paint by numbers rather here. Uh, I thought even for someone who maybe not the best on on the mic, but was kind of just yeah you have a match tonight <laughs> it was there it was there to fill some time it was there to fill some time that's it uh the next segment might be the the highlight of the show maybe controversial controversially is that a word maybe it is now yeah. um it's the the newly bro show segment is what we're about to talk about um matt riddle is on the entrance ramp and he's standing there with his uh, interim tag team partner slash champion because they are the tag team champions here in NXT. Timothy Thatcher is with Matt Riddle. Riddle says that there is some criticism about random tag teams here in the WWE NXT. You see, me and Pete Dunne, we formed a team and we won the Dusty Cup. And then we went on to win the NXT tag titles. Tim, we are a team too. Now, Timothy, I know you like I know the back of my hand, if I knew my hand for the past two weeks only. But this is the newly bros show. And all of a sudden, the whole like ramp and everything is magically and not magically or edited, but like a set up here on the trons and everything pop up. It looks kind of like the price is right. And it's a game show. The newly bro show. Meet your host. Byron Saxton, who comes down looking fly AF in a nice um, jacket, shiny. Byron Saxton says, we have two contestants today on the Newly Bro Show. Timothy Thatcher. He is a technical specialist 
and once may have pulled out an eye of a socket in a match on someone. And then there's like canned laughter, like uh, Big Bang Theory. And he's 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 like, is this true? Did you actually do that? Yes, uh, I did. I, I did take an eye out of someone's socket. Now, I have not fact-checked this, Scrump, but uh, I, I believe it. I, I would imagine it. I mean, listen, he's someone that I've met. He seems oh. like a sweet he seems like a sweetheart in person. Yeah. Uh, but in the ring, he is a machine. Yes. He is. He is one of those. Uh, how does one T-100 take an eye? Robots. How does one take someone's eye out? Like I a... don't know personally, but I think Timothy Thatcher would be able to <laughs> tell us in very, in very. Uh, if I ever step detail, I don't. I don't really like to do interviews, but if I ever do an interview with Timothy Thatcher, I'm going to ask him to, uh, you know carefully explain to me step by step how to take someone's eye out of their socket uh, did so, you also think he was british i i, I did just because he replaced pete dunn <laughs> <laughs> for the for the longest i thought he was british and then when i met him he spoke and i was like hey it's not british at all and then I, I looked it up and they're like no he, he just has a lot of british friends and has wrestled in the uk that's like me am i british because i have a british friend <laughs> Yeah, I'm British <laughs> enough. I'm British enough. Um, so they go to second contestant, Matt. Matt likes to hear the sweet sounds of the ocean through a seashell and loves pina coladas in the rain. Um, so it's a game show between these two and they're getting to know each other like a dating show, like a love, like The Bachelor. Listen to your heart. Um <laughs> They say, okay, we're going to guess what your partner had for breakfast. And then Matt Riddle writes down on the board, what on his like little handy board thing, hides it from Thatcher and writes down what he had for breakfast. And then they go to Thatcher and he says, I have no idea what he ate for breakfast. Cuts to Matt Riddle, who turns over the sign, the card, revealing... No idea, bro. <laughs> Which actually got a laugh out of me. Uh, this whole thing was very weird, but th- this was pretty funny. Because, uh, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's very corny, very campy. Like, yeah, I, it's like Batman. <laughs> I, like Normally, a segment like this, I would despise. I would hate, especially when it's like those two, you know, two wrestlers of that caliber. But Matt, Matt Riddle, Riddle is Matt Riddle is a genius. Uh, they say, yeah, they continue on by saying no tea, bro. Uh, what were we talking about again? And go off on a little thing. They mentioned Timothy Thatcher and how he doesn't own a TV. So Byron Saxton asks him, have you ever Netflixed and chilled? Where Thatcher replies, hmm, I don't need Netflix to chill. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you, did you get to the, the wake and bake? Uh, which part was the wake and bake? That that was right before this where they asked. (laughs) Uh, Matt, what he had for breakfast, uh, and it was something along the lines of like, "Yes, I don't." He's like, "Yeah, I don't know." He goes, "I wake up, and then my wife bakes, and <laughs> and then I bake." And he's like, "What were we talking was, about?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "What were we talking about?" Which that's was it, pretty funny. That's what but, I, I mean, have for breakfast too. Timothy plays a, a he's you know he plays a good uh, straight serious straight man. Yeah, yeah. To, to Riddle's serious. antics, he's Riddle laughs at his Netflix and no no chilling. Do you need Netflix to chill? Uh, no, I put on uh, Gargano V almost. <laughs> Good answer. Which uh, you can find a t-shirt that says uh, Gargano versus Almost and Chill at ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next. 
Shameless plug. Matt Riddle calls Timothy Thatcher a stallion for that last comment. And you know what I mean, Byron. Well, actually, Byron, you you don't know what I mean. Uh, The next question, which they get on into this round in this newly bro show, Byron Saxton asks both of these wrestlers, and I quote, where is the craziest place you've done it? Timothy Thatcher replies, a wrestling ring. (laughs) But then also uh, had a triple threat once in a laundromat. And then it cues to Matt Riddle, who then turns his card around and it says, threesome at the washer. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) so first of all, uh, the the word threesome was written down and shown on an NXT show today, which is fantastic. Also, if Timothy, do wrestlers do it in the ring? That's a strange place to to do it. Uh, also, a laundromat would be a very um, awkward place to do it. Like, a, is this a public laundromat? Do re- other pe- Did you meet them there? Did you tumble dry? Did you use cold water? Um, there's so many questions. Um, but one question, you know, I thought, you know, Scrump, me and you were friends. So, obviously, the, the answer to the craziest place you've done it would be the back room of my house. <laughs> You know, you know, I I think the answer to to answer that question is uh the the fitting the fitting room of a Coles is oh. a lot more a lot more spacious than you would think. Um, that's all I have. To, that's all I have to say about that. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I really, was I really want to. I really want to. Uh, I want to tell my stories. I have a. Uh, a similar story that that Timothy Thatcher uh, is talking about, but it wasn't a laundromat. Did, did you, really quick, they they put out a really good Scorpio Sky promo on AEW tonight. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. I saw it in between commercials. It was it was on Twitter. Everyone was talking about it. Really good. So you're gonna go with craziest place you've done it is a Coles back room, a uh, fitting room. Back. I thought Coles is a bookstore. No, it is a. I mean, a, listen. I'm not confirming whether I have or have not done this, but I hear that the men's fitting room uh, over by the Levi section uh, is pretty spacious. Nice. No, it sounds comfortable. It sounds yeah. good. It sounds good. It's Especially the, the handicapped one all the way at the end is <laughs> the most spacious. Perfect. Well, uh, it doesn't sound quite as good as the laundromat. But you know, wait. Are you talking about wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. I was talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that, and then I guess the Logan Square Auditorium. The only other two places, the only two places I've wrestled. I think I have you beat with the Fight Network. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that one. <laughs> John is John is going to uh, forbid either of us from ever doing a from, show together. From ever doing this again. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Brand- Brandon from New Jersey will have to take over. <laughs> Uh, well, it's all because I was influenced from Byron Saxton asking Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher the craziest place they've done it. That's all I'm at. That's all. That's just weird. Byron says, hey, guys, uh, Byron continues and says, we've made it to the last and final round. And you see this final round is a speed round. And Matt Riddle says, 
bro, speed really isn't my thing. <laughs> and I fucking died. Uh, absolutely love that line. And then instantly, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher are attacked by Fabian Eichner. And uh, Eichner just drops Riddle on like the, the concrete over the barricade. Just launches him to the outside there. They bring Thatcher in the ring and then hit their powerbomb flying top rope uppercut combo to Thatcher, lay them out, grab the tag team titles, and pose with them. Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel, the Imperium, standing tall. Um, they don't want to play these silly newly bro, newly wed games. They're here to wrestle and to take tag titles. Uh, so this segment was really weird. This has never really kind of happened on NXT before. It was the newly bro show. The new newly bro show. And, uh, yeah, what did you think of this whole thing? I mean, again, the segment started out very, very corny, very campy. It, it could have gone the way of, like, the, the Triple H segment that they had on SmackDown. You know, it, it could have very well could have been This Is Your Life, Bailey. Uh, but again, Matt Riddle, he's gold. Yeah, you know? he, it's really weird. It shouldn't really work, but it it really works with him. I guess it, it is a, it is a stoner gimmick, but it's kind of like stoner gimmick to. I'm gonna say more so like the non-stoner. Like he's going for the cheap stoner things, like wake and bake and stuff. But he's he's also being funny. That speed line had no reason to be on a wrestling show, and Dude, it was in- so funny. In the same week that the government says there are aliens, <laughs> WWE talks about threesomes and speed on their TV show. What's going on? 2020 like, well, is wild. Yeah, 2020 is wild. But no, I mean, <laughs> again, I I literally I wrote down uh, the first thing I put here is uh, hate corny shit like this. But towards the end of the segment, I loved it. And yeah. uh, I thought it was good bringing in Imperium because uh, there's history there. You know, Ring Conf, Imperium before it was Imperium was uh what's his face? Uh Marcel that- Bartel, uh Timothy Thatcher and Walter. And yes. they kind of just had to make do with Fabian Eichner and Alexander Wolf. Uh I don't know what's going on with Alexander Wolf. I know he had that injury and they kind of just mm-hmm. So maybe didn't bring what you're saying I, I, Yeah, what you're saying is is like maybe Ro- remember when Roderick Strong used to feud with Undisputed Era and then all of a sudden he joined them? Maybe that's what Thatcher will do. Yeah, I definitely – I can't imagine them not – at least – I mean they can't do it right now because Walter is uh, yeah, yeah. back home. But I think once things start rolling, uh, I would not be surprised to see Timothy Thatcher uh, in Imperium. You know, maybe they maybe they do get rid of Alexander Wolf. Maybe they but, just throw him in there. But WWE doesn't really have that many five-man factions. Well, for now though, we're going to get this feud with Fabian Eichner and mm-hmm. – Which, yeah, Marcel which should Bartel. be should be great. All four guys are – excellent in the ring uh it would be even better with a hot crowd behind them but with no crowd behind them and them just sticking to pure wrestling it it should make for awesome tv can't wait for the match but but bro speed really isn't my thing (laughs) (laughs) it's so wild that they i can't i can't i can't at this moment in time of recording this show i can't think of a better name title for this show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we found it you got it there either that or upper decker brought to you by chipotle <laughs> one of the two you you know uh uh we're gonna talk about aliens after the show definitely by the way <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> um adam cole 
is uh, I I didn't actually I I was telling you that I was coming back late from commercial for my smoke break, and you said that Adam Cole has officially challenged the Velveteen Dream next week. Yeah, I mean the gist of I didn't. I didn't write it down or anything. Yeah. I mean, the gist of it was I'm the longest reigning NXT champion. I'm going to stay the longest reigning NXT champion uh, next week when I face you, Velveteen Dream. Like, insert any generic heel promo there. I feel like a lot of the promos like that right now are like that. Like, just kind of nothing really, no, no real sizzle to them. Even from people like Adam Cole, who's really good on the mic. Yeah. You, yeah. But uh, it was kind of shocking to see that because, you know, Velveteen Dream kind of later later in the week last week uh, was, you know, there was people accusing him of yeah. some stuff. And- I mean, yeah, I don't know if we should kind of get into that, but there is like the dirt sheets of this whole Velveteen Dream kind of situation. Yeah. Is it real? Is it not? Um, yeah. And, yeah. So I, I wasn't sure if they were even going to address him or just yeah forget about him because they've done it. They've, they've done that in the past where they kind of just drop people and forget yeah. about it but it was no i mean they they mentioned him maybe next week is a way to write him off because i haven't heard anything about that and it's just, it's a very sticky situation yeah so you know it, it appears this is going to be the wwe's way of of dealing with things what uh, giving him a title match yeah of course you know well that's what's next week match. it is adam cole yeah. versus velveteen yeah. dream for the nxt title next yeah. week just in case anyone was wondering so yeah. that match and is I, happening and i think it's safe to say he's not winning Okay. Which, you know, I mean, I don't think he's winning. You know, I, maybe he does. I don't know. But if <laughs> if and when he doesn't, what what's next for for Cole? Because it you know it doesn't appear. It kind of seems like everyone's busy. We'll talk about two segments that are yeah. that are kind of coming up. But it kind of seems right now like everyone's busy, and I don't know if that's purposely done because Adam Cole doesn't want to wrestle or. I guess we'll see. Uh, I mean, he has wrestled last week, didn't he? Uh, So, I I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens next week because everything is kind of weird. Um, Again, I don't really want to, like, go into the the Velveteen Dream thing, but, you know, wrestling Twitter is a whole other thing and there's these allegations out towards him. He's come out and said that he has denied everything and and I I guess WWE is, is supporting him if he is still continuing to be booked and stuff. So, I guess that's the way we... We look at it now. I don't know. I, I don't have any com- real real other comments on, on that. But he's in a title match next week. So we'll see that. Adam uh, Cole, baby, who also uh, briefly appeared on tonight's AEW. Oh, right. Because uh, the dentist. They did, yeah, they did something and I Uh-oh. briefly saw his face. The Listen, ghost. AEW, AEW, I know this is NXT, uh, but AEW, regardless of what the ratings say this week, won because uh, Jane, Son, and Bob were feature oh again i i watch i do that on my thursday shows but i gotta watch gotta watch that jay and silent i didn't see the new movie though it's i already i don't you don't even need it's okay from the tone when you ask someone for something and they have to reply with it's uh, then you already you already know i already know the answer listen i'm biased kevin is a friend of the show kevin smith uh, (laughs) episode 13 on on the pwt cast uh and you have this giant kevin smith tattoo on my leg Movie's fine. I would go watch Tusk. Have you seen Tusk? No. Listen, it's the first. It's the first horror movie based on a podcaster. So okay. all right, it's sounds all right. And Johnny Depp is in it. It's good. Go okay. watch it. Uh, watch I like it. Chasing Amy. Yeah, Chasing Amy's good. good Clerks too. My yeah. favorite. Yeah, we'll t- <laughs> just do a Kevin podcast. Yeah, or a Brendan <laughs> Fraser podcast. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's that's down the line. Our Brandon Fraser slash Woody Harrelson podcast coming soon down the line. I've been watching a shit ton of Cheers, and Woody Harrelson is young AF in that show, and he's just fantastic. Um, he's no coach, but he's good. Um, we go to our next match here in NXT. It is the NXT Women's Champion, Charlotte, going one-on-one against a hand-picked opponent that she chose herself. It is Mia Yim. So Charlotte and Mia Yim have crossed paths early in Charlotte's career, and kind of now it's she's giving her this this shot. You got one shot, if you will. Um, Charlotte Mia Yim. The match starts. Charlotte just hitting series of chops like a tree to Mia Yim. Um, Mia somehow gets some offense. Throws Charlotte into the turnbuckle. Hits her running cannonball in the lower corner. Then hits a roll through tornado DDT. Charlotte gets up, throws Mia into the ropes, but Mia just kind of lands there and chills and taunts her, but then eats a right hand to the face. There's a tarantula, like Tajiri, from Yim to Charlotte. She goes for a, like, back-to-belly Saito suplex type thing, but Flair blocks it, gets some sort of offense, but Yim hits the code blue. Charlotte kicks out at two. Charlotte locks in this huge high angle Boston crab. She loves a good lion tamer that Charlotte just, she's so tall that the high angle Boston crab stronghold, whatever you want to call it just looks awesome. As she's locking this move in and stretching Mia out, she says and yells to her, I made this place. Mia gets to her feet, but eats a boot to, to the face. Yim fights back with the STO, just flattening Charlotte out, goes for the protect your neck, but Charlotte blocks that locks in the figure four, turns it into the figure eight, stretching her up in the air, and Mia Yim has nowhere to go and taps out the NXT Women's Champion. Charlotte Flair beats Mia Yim by submission. What did you think of this? I thought it was a fine match. You know, um, nothing nothing I'm going to be talking about next week. Uh, but, uh, you know, a fun little match between, the, between you know, these yeah. two. Uh, I've heard them talk about each other before in high regards, so mm-hmm. it, it definitely definitely seemed like it was something they have wanted to do for a while now and yeah you know i i would i would like to see you know some some more matches between them because uh charlotte you know charlotte is a flair she can bring out the best and almost everyone they put her in there so are you a charlotte fan yeah i like charlotte okay yeah because i I get heat but i'm i'm a big charlotte supporter i think she's coming to her own now she's a mega star right now yeah i mean listen very much early on she it's it's easy to say she got what she did because she is Ric Flair's daughter and it's no secret right how much you know the the Flair family means to Triple H sure with that with that said once they they took the Flair name from her uh she's she's yeah she's made it on her own definitely yeah she's she's accomplished a lot and I mean you know whether you're a fan of her or not you can't discredit you know how good she is exactly like she is you know she's done a lot in the five years it's know? it's crazy I, I when i like got into wrestling i watched a lot of rick flair and and stuff like that and then i i mentioned our, our patreon the up next patreon with me and davy we do our best match ever and we did a best match ever the rick flair steamboat rivalry and i watched so many matches between rick flair and ricky the dragon steamboat which we like dissected and rated and picked the best ones and all that stuff 
And watching so much of Rick recently and then kind of watching Charlotte, because I've been watching Charlotte, obviously, I've been watching Rick for so long. You see lots of similarities in like the the way she like does moves, in the way she like has her stance, the way her arms are, like everything is kind of very similar to her, her dad, but also in her own like way as well. It's it's hard to explain, but I think she's become this whole like superstar. If Ric Flair was a superstar, she she is as well. But I, I will say I didn't quite think this match got into like the, the level I thought it would. It felt like a fine TV match, but also no one believed that Mia Yim was gonna go over Charlotte. So I think that's no, e- also e- Yeah. Even even in the spots that were meant for you to oh, oh yeah like, exactly. I, I never bought it. But again, like you said, it, it was it was a fine match. Um, and I think it was mostly here to set up this. After the match, Charlotte is just about to walk up the ramp, and Io Shirai comes out. Yes, I marked out. I screamed at my TV. Um, she says, Charlotte, oi, 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 and starts yelling at her in Japanese. But then in English says, next week, Charlotte Flair, next week, you are mine. Io Shirai laying out the challenge for Charlotte Flair next week on NXT. I am very excited. Yeah, I inject this match into my veins. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a shame that it's not happening in front of a raucous crowd. It's a shame she's you know? engaged to evil. What? It, <laughs> no, evil. Yeah, I like evil. Get out of here. Um, he's, he's all right. He's a good hand. Uh, but yes, I mean... I definitely think there's an EO baby face turn down the line. I definitely think we will at some point see heel Candace versus face EO, which well, EO is face. Let's like EO is a, is a, is a cool face. Uh, she's a cool face. You know, she's a face. I, I, and Hey, there's I, no crowds. We don't know who's who now. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we're, we're taking All right. it. I mean, I think storyline wise, yeah. Charlotte is supposed the heel. to be the face. No, is the heel. No, she's supposed to be the heel. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, regardless, it's going it's going to be a really good match. Yeah. Uh, cuz both both of these girls just both of these women. Yeah, girls. Both of these women uh they're great. They're amazing. They I think they're burning they, this too soon. I think it it won't be the actual yeah, blow off. I think yeah. something will happen which prolongs yes. this match from happening. I think I I very much think we see some sort of interference from Dakota Kai. Shenanigans. Yeah, because you know you have But Dakota this is a dream Kai, match. Like yeah. this oh. is a dream match. Charlotte and yes. Io Shirai is a dream I, match, and uh, if you're if you're wondering when it's happening, it's next week. Next yeah. week's card stacked. We'll talk about the final card next at the end of this. Uh, but that, I like this, and Charlotte just looks at her, walks up the ramp, and walks off. So uh, it is it is official though. Next week, Charlotte versus Io Shirai. So I can't wait. But again, I think it's just kind of setting up something further down the line, pay per view type thing or whatever. But we shall see. We shall see. But I'm very excited. You know why? Do you know why, Scrump? Uh, because O-E-O-E-O, Shirai gets you high. <laughs> Give me the green light. O-E-O-E-O-E-O-E-O. Yeah, you're right. Um, we have a vignette, a video package for Carrion Cross. He's the guy who carries the cross, right? Killer Cross. Killer Cross. Killer. We hear a voice of Scarlet who says, The reckoning is undeniable. You cannot stop what is unstoppable. Next week, time's up. The clock stops on NXT. Next week, tick tock, killer croc. So uh, next week we see the debut of Carrion Cross. Cool little promo. Um, kind of what we've been seeing 
the past few weeks uh, with the scary monster footage, bats and crosses and the the sinister voice of Scarlet. But uh, I'm interested in seeing this guy go. Yeah, I mean, Killer Cross, uh, again, like you, you see a lot of these videos and vignettes and I'm not even trying to just push my own podcast. But like if you listen to that, the podcast I did with him, he talks about how much like a like how much horror movies are an influence yeah. on him and his character, how comic books and horror movies influence him. And you very much see that in his promo. In, like, the name Carrion means the decaying flesh of animals. Decaying like, flesh of animals. Charming. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it's very much he's incorporating as much of that that he can. He is this giant intimidating man. Sweetheart, sweetheart of a person. But you see him. <laughs> Whoa, kayfabe, bro. Kayfabe, brother. Uh, but they're, you know, yeah. they're pushing him to the moon, TikTok. which is good because it's a, it's a good way to bring someone in. You know, bring someone in. And it shows the confidence that they have in him that this is the push that they're giving him as opposed to just, hey, come in and, you know. True, right. Yeah, look at all yeah. the other guys that they kind of just bring in uh, yeah. and then yeah. I mean, think of stuff cl- later. Clearly, he's, you know, he's wrestling uh, or going to get in a program with Tommaso because that's who he took out. Yeah. And, again, if that doesn't speak volumes on what they see in the guy, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else could. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Not a lot of people come in here and get like the push that he's kind of getting. So um, we'll see what that it, what that entails next week uh, if he is in a match. It says he's debuting. He's showing up. So we shall see. TikTok, as they say. Are you on TikTok? Uh, no. You on that flim flam? I'm flim flaming, not TikToking. Yeah, figured. Figured. Yeah. Figured as much. I'm actually on uh, what's the WWE one that they had a, year, uh, a while back? Tout? <laughs> Yeah, I'm on tout. Yeah. Catch me on tout. <laughs> tout it out, baby. I'm on words with friends again. That's how sad things are getting. Words with friends never yeah. got into it. Wait, I... Waiting is just fucking washing me. <laughs> really? I'm ruining Brandon from New Jersey, though. Just fucking ruining him. He should just stop. <laughs> well, fuck. It seems, it seems like I... Well, I need to get on this now. You yeah. guys have some sort of fucking secret words with friends group and not no. fighting me? No, no. Our, 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 our group chat is safe. Sacred. <laughs> For now, for now, until we start, until yeah. I find out your fucking secret words with friends group. <laughs> I need new apps to download. <laughs> I Instagram and Twitter that's, and, that's t- all I and ever Tinder. Do. I know, I know how you, I, I know how you operate. Can't Tinder during the quarantine. Oh, uh-huh. not with that attitude. Yeah, <laughs> we see backstage. The show goes on. Casey Cottonzaro is being checked on because of her neck and. um um, <laughs> Caden Carter's with her, and she's like, "Yeah, she really got my neck." And Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano walk by. I forgot to mention. I think after the match, Candice LeRae put um Casey Catanzaro in the Gargano escape after the match. It was over just to beat her up and be mean about it. And that's what's hurt her neck. And Candice walks by with Johnny, and Candice says, "From now on, this is the new NXT." So get used to it. And she walks off. And then Johnny just stands there, smiles, and walks off with Candace. Um, Just the little simple things from Johnny. Uh, I think he's a very good, like, the little things go a long way in wrestling. And Johnny, like, nails that. Um, And I I like where this is going with this direction. I I think we need to give it. If if you're kind of, if you're one of the people who are maybe like, oh, this Johnny thing isn't working. I think you got to give it a chance. Because I think if you were one of the people who are like, yo, Johnny's a a lame Superman baby face. Well, now you're, he's giving you reason to hate him. And it's going to, I think it can work. Just from this little thing here. What did you think? 
Um, Johnny smiles. Yeah, it's. I'm interested. I'm just interested in heel Johnny because we briefly had heel Johnny with uh, what was it? Uh, he's right here. Or I'm right here. Oh yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. So. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, let's see, let's see how much they go because they can afford to do heal Johnny right now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Why not? They Just can do it. They can they can afford heal Johnny right now. So let's see where they run with it. You know, they keep talking about uh, the, they want to be the first couple that hold the uh, NXT and men's and women's title. Sure, let's do that. That'd be amazing. Um, I I'm going to tell you right now, Johnny Gargano is the goat. Yeah, I mean. Listen, Johnny, as much as the I NXT think, goat, whatever expectations of people had for Johnny blew out of the water. Exactly. I mean, let, let's just let's throw that out there for sure. I I was a huge Johnny Gargano fan. Never thought he would get this far. But I mean, the dude's got Triple H and Sean backing him. So, yeah, no, yeah, um, I, I, I agree with you when I, I would watch him on the indies in uh, Smash Wrestling fourth gun. And uh, I was like, yeah, this guy's great. And then I, I, I could not have imagined where he's he's taken it. I know the gimmick is he's the heart and soul of NXT because it actually like literally is without him in the past few years. NXT wouldn't have gotten to where it is right now. So the fact that they're letting him do whatever the fuck he wants with this character or whatever, then go forward. Because if he's shown you before, you should probably trust him. He knows what he's doing. He's and good. it's good because you, I mean, I was kind of getting tired of. I'm the heart and soul of NXT, and I'm just trying my hardest. Yeah, exactly. So now, fuck you. I'm not trying for you. I'm doing this because I know I'm the best. So fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. I know this sounds crazy, but how badly do you want to see a dream match between Johnny Gargano and uh, Kenny Omega? Just just that, two nerds going at it. <laughs> that's actually something when, like, so I hear you guys talk about playing WWE 2K, yeah. whichever one it is. That you we play. don't have 2K20. We have 2K19 where we that, created the BDE championship. And right now I'm, I'm playing with a custom Hangman page as the undisputed BDE champion. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I so I have that same game. That's the one that I play in Kenny Omega versus Johnny Gargano. Is that's definitely a match that I that I play from time to time because I I downloaded Kenny Omega as well. Yeah, there's a sick Kenny downloadable. We're playing 2K19, yeah, on PS4. Yeah, yeah it's the same one I did. I I never got the newer one, and then they put out the trailer for that other yeah newer wow. one that I'm like looks yeah, I'm terrible. Like, yeah, I'm like no, get get that shit out. <laughs> but of But isn't that a dream match, Kenny and Gargano? That would be that. Yeah, that would be yeah. the ultimate dream match. I think so. I, Especially, but it would have to be in like the dome because otherwise <laughs> the, do- the dome, <laughs> the dome. Otherwise, like Kenny, I don't know, man. Something about his run in AEW, it's just. Hey, you were at that six star match. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was at that six star match, but I've also been at other non six star <laughs> ones. You're a Kenny hater. Get out of here. I've, no, I, no. I, listen, that's fine. That's Kenny, fine. This is NXT. Ome- it's okay. Listen, for those of you guys unaware, Kenny Omega's on my podcast every single week. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, he's on the podcast every single week. So, uh, the boy the here loves Kenny, and Kenny. I also gave Kenny a ride to and from the airport. Wow, you and Kenny yeah. are boys with Kenny and his cats. But I think that would be a sweet match: Gargano versus Kenny. Book it in your WWE video game land. Book it. Um, so we see that uh, last week. Finn Balor was taken out of action with really no explanation. But tonight they announced that 
Next week, Finn Balor returns. So I'm not too sure what was going on. Did he not want to wrestle? Is he wrestling? But we'll find out next week because the Prince returns next week. Another addition to next week's stacked lineup, Prince Balor. Can I I play uh, conspiracy theorist? Okay. So prior, prior to this match, it was supposed to be Velveteen Dream versus Finn Balor. Okay. Uh, Finn Balor, much like he does with all his opponents, took to Twitter and uh, he was uh, he was a cowboy. He was shooting. Okay. And he he brought up uh, his past with like oh Kathy Kelly and yes. how you know famously Kathy Kelly was with Finn and then she wasn't. And Velveteen being Velveteen was just talking all his shit. Right. Like, but what's now, this, what what's to say Finn wasn't just like yeah exactly. I don't want I don't want to work with this guy. You know, like he's got the clout to just yeah I don't want to work with him. Wow, so you think this is a shoot? I think it's a shoot, brother. Wow, you think there's beef? Well, because it was very weird. They never, they never, and it might just be that. It might be Finn was like, I just don't want to wrestle. I don't feel comfortable. Sure. Whatever, whatever the case may be, he might. You think you think Velveteen Dream actually hurt him his feelings, and he was like, Nah, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I mean. Who's going to be Finn's attacker? Let's let's put all the players on the board, all the chess pieces out yeah. there. Champa, busy. Cole, busy. Gargano, busy. Cross, busy. Keith Lee? No, they're you know he's well. It's weird it. because I think they should go in the direction of Finn Balor for the title and not Velveteen Dream. I think the Dream character was cold um, recently, and he I was think, very he was very cold. Yeah, no, yeah. It was there was something missing. Yeah, like it, it, it very much just. It felt similar to when they brought Tyler Breeze back, and we were kind of just like, ah, you know, it's Tyler Breeze. Yeah, exactly. Come yeah, on. yeah, I yeah. agree. It wasn't working. Um, so I guess we'll see because maybe Finn will be involved in that match as well. Like he could interfere maybe. or something. Yeah, we shall see. I mean, listen, cheap, cheap way to go about it is it was undisputed era that attacked Finn. Yeah, but I guess aside from that, I cannot think of anyone who would have attacked him. I mean, just Damn. realistically. Lay out all the pieces, all the chess pieces on the board. Everyone's busy. Velveteen Dive. Dream. Velveteen Dream likes to like on his social media use like reality and mix it with kayfabe and, and shoots and and stuff like that. Like right now is not a great time to have that character for him. <laughs> yeah, def- definitely terrible. And I mean, again, again, we don't males. Yeah. Males tend to have fragile uh, egos. Yeah, you know. I mean, do I'm going to say that. We have fragile egos, and maybe he struck a chord with Finn, and he was just like, all right, fuck you. I don't want to work with you. Well, I, I guess. I don't know. That's, a, that's yeah. a conspiracy hat on. We'll see. Conspiracy hat on. I bet someone, on. bet someone who loves conspiracy theories is Dexter Loomis. He definitely oh, yeah. loves conspiracy theories. <laughs> my man also loves Stranger Things because I quickly was like, whoa, no. My, my, uh, my PS4 changes to Netflix. Yeah. His theme is just Stranger Things. It's fine. It's cool. We're we're okay with it. Much like Hiromu. Yeah. Has, uh, what? Oh, I thought you were, Hiromu has uh, Rick and Morty. Oh no! That I think that's Naito's theme. That's like Rick and Morty. Naito has Rick and Morty. Yeah, you know? Naito's theme is actually Naito's theme is like some like Final Fantasy type thing. It's turned into that theme. It samples that actually, but it sounds like Rick and Morty, which is weird. Also, um, bad guy from Billie Eilish sounds like Wizards of Waverly Place. Don't know either of those things. Okay. Well, someone I out apologize. there. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, Dexter Loomis is is down to the ring. He was in a match last week with Velveteen Dream, and they mentioned, like, hey, this guy was just looking for some friends in time of quarantine. Aren't we all? 
Well, Dexter Loomis is going to have a one-on-one match with a new friend, Shane Thorne, who's uh, I believe has been on like Raw and, and such lately. Um, Shane Thorne, the Aussie wrestler here, he's got a little change up in his look. He's got some blonde hair. He kind of looks like MGK right now. Yeah, he he dyed his hair blonde. I'm not sure when. Like I I know he's been appearing on Raw. Yeah, and so the, the last time I saw him wrestle was against Gargano. Oh wow, a long time ago. Yeah, forever ago. Uh, so yeah, I know he he has dyed his hair. Um, Slim shade. I mean, yeah, I mean he's he's changed up his look since his uh, TM. I, I like this days. guy. Yeah, the mighty Shane don't Thorne, kneel. Yeah, Shane Thorne. Yeah, he's. I liked him. You know, between him and Nick Miller, I, I liked him more. Um, and so it's good to see him kind of getting getting to shine a little bit more. I mean, he's been on the losing end of as he is here. His, as he is here, uh, but Dex, no, he, he's, yeah, he's a good, he's a good hand. <laughs> You're just gonna say that about everyone, like Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Dexter hand. <laughs> Dexter Loomis beats him up, beats up the good hand, uh, just throws him around the ring. Shane Thorne tries to get some offense in with a European uppercut, but then runs into a chokehold. He fights out of it, gets somehow gets Dexter into the corner and hits a running cannonball. Then they, there's like a bit of a stare down, like that uh, All Japan match, I think it was, where they just stare at each other. He runs at Loomis. Loomis catches him in the air with a spine buster, picks him up, hits like this sit-out Uranagi, and then the arm triangle, the, uh, is it the Kata Kutami? I'm botching that. But he locks in this arm triangle, Anaconda Vice-type move, and the camera just stays on Shane Thorne, and he's not tapping, but... He gets choked out. He goes to sleep. Dexter Loomis puts him to sleep and wins this match. A uh, bit of a squash match here. Shane Thorne, the Aussie guy in this new tag team, I think, um, getting getting jobbed out here on NXT, which I, I'd like to say enhancement talent, but um, this was pretty much just a squash. Yeah, it was a... Uh, yeah. It was, so <laughs> let's get Dexter Loomis in there and have him show off, which I believe it was Shawn Michaels who recently did an interview where he... He pointed out Dexter Loomis, Killer Cross, and someone else. I I can't think of the all these horror the, killers. Yeah, I, I forget who the other person was, but he was like, "Yeah, these three people are like the ones to you know to be looking at." So they definitely. I mean, Dexter Loomis has a good look. You know, he. I've not seen much of him wrestling that's impressed me. Yeah, like I've seen. I saw a little bit of his stuff in in Impact and yeah. When he was doing the actual Dexter gimmick, and it was fine, um, but I think you know I, if they do it correctly, if they do it correctly, I, I think he could be you know uh, a bigger a bigger name in NXT, especially with there being other people that could carry him to you know to make him look better than what he actually is. Not not saying you know maybe the guy is Kenny Omega in the ring and he just hasn't been able to display. It. I don't know, but I I definitely like the character it looks like they're because there yeah. was a little bit of start and stop with him earlier in the year yeah there was the, now it seems the time that a lot of people who haven't got to sh- shine on tv are getting that opportunity on all wwe shows and AEW shows and and stuff so um yeah uh, i mean i guess for both dexter loomis and shane thorne here i didn't get much out of this this was just whatever uh i think the wrestling for him needs to improve and it, he just does the same three moves and and, and anyone can do a spine buster and a, I, I don't like this arm triangle business everyone seems to be doing this arm triangle thing um there's there's way cooler moves out there guys it's, like come it's, on it's every other year though where there'll be a move that 
you, is popular. Everyone just starts Canadian just destroyers, super kicks, and arm triangles. Oh yeah, just yeah, right. It's it, it happens. Dexter you know? Loomis. Um, we have a uh, Twitter mention where they show a tweet from cruiserweight champion, the actual champion, Jordan Devlin who says this whole tournament is a joke. Everyone's trying to get over with their personal stories to see who will become the ultimate sham. He says, no matter what, you're going to become the interim champion, and one day I'll show you some real class. So uh, keeping kayfabe alive from across the pond is Jordan Devlin, who's just chilling with the Cruiserweight title. Such a shame that he just got the bell and... Yeah, <laughs> like we can't see him do much with it. You know, that's that's one of the downsides of uh, the NXT UK system is that they're all stuck over there. And yeah, it's that's kind crazy. Of just, but well, I mean, on the good uh, on the good side, apparently none of them can get fired because of the way their contracts are. Oh, well, it's because they don't make a lot of money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, something along those lines. We're like, yeah, you're fine. So Jordan uh, Devlin isn't going anywhere for the time being. Well, I mean, yeah. you can never bet against an ace. That's why. Damn right. Can never bet against an ace. Can you bet against a Maverick, though? That's what I want to know. Is that a card? Something to do with cards, I think. Uh, I think that's Tom Cruise. Right. That's coming out. Maverick. Top Gun 2. Maverick. How how old do you think Tom Cruise is? Old enough. Well, that's just because we were talking about this <laughs> earlier. Like the, the man's almost 60 and still looks like he's in his early 40s. Yeah, he looks pretty good. He's still doing that- his own stunts. It's that, it's that Scientology does wonders for the... Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, it does. Um, we have a video package from Keith Lee, who's promoting his main event match tonight against Damian Priest. He says, Priest, you want to live forever? You will live in infamy. You will not become champion. And tonight, uh, you'll live in this uh, infamy of uh, the beating I'm going to give you. Another real cookie cutter promo. Uh, didn't like this at all. It didn't have any original. It, it's, it's the same promo that Priest said. Just the words were rearranged. Uh, yeah. There was one of the WWE games where you could have your character go in the ring and you would essentially choose what promo yes. it was that he was cutting. Right. That's what these two promos Someone were. just kept clicking A. <laughs> yes. It's it's all it was. And I mean, it, it, will, I, it, was, just, it was a flat main event. You know, yeah, they, yeah. They needed to fill TV time with something to just build to next week because next week clearly it's a stack card yeah. as, as we've mentioned. But I mean, yeah, I, it kind of we'll, just yeah. both these guys were just kind of just on autopilot. We'll get to that match, but we have a match before that, and it is Tony Nice, Drake Maverick, the cruiserweight championship tournament interim cruiserweight championship tournament. Now Drake Maverick with his whole story of don't fire Spud, don't fire Eric, don't fire Drake. I need this job. I've got kids. Um, it's been pretty great because the promos this guy cuts are like incredible. And then you have Tony Nese who's just here. And I don't know if anyone watching tonight was like, yo, Tony Nese is going to win this match because he didn't. Um, it starts off with Tony Nese just bullying Drake around the ring, kicking him around, kicking him in the ribs. And Drake Maverick is just selling it like death. He's just wearing him down and Maverick has had enough. He starts fighting back, swinging away. Punches, punches, a, a missile dropkick at one point. Goes for the sliced bread, but gets blocked. And then gets German suplexed into the turnbuckle from Tony Nice, But only a two count. He's still fighting back. If there was a crowd, they would be going crazy at this point for this guy. Um, the crowd seemed dead tonight. Um, <laughs> yes, very much. <laughs> uh, there's a um, like a Dudley dog, essentially, 
the Maverick cutter, if you will, for a two count. Tony Nese kicks out, and Maverick can't believe it. He thought he had it. He goes up top, goes for his diving elbow drop, but misses it, landing on his elbow. That must have hurt. Whenever I hit my funny bone, it hurts. So I could only imagine what that feels like. They go at it back and forth. Tony Nese is up top. Drake follows him up there. They're fighting on the top rope. And somehow, miraculously, it must have been a miracle, I guess, there's a wheelbarrow into a flying bulldog off the top rope, Rey Mysterio style, from Drake Maverick, who then pins Tony Nese and advances. Gets a point here in this cruiserweight interim championship tournament. Drake Maverick did it. <laughs> if they aren't re-signing Drake, which he must be. Of- he has Which, to be, right? <laughs> uh, apparent, apparently not, unless they are kayfabing all of us, allowing him to open up a, a PWT store. <laughs> it do, I don't I don't understand. One, one I don't understand how, and you, Davey, have mentioned this last week, I believe, or the week prior, like t- Tony Nese, someone that looks and wrestles like Tony Nese, should not – He dude should be up on the main card. This guy should be wrestling with – He looks like Pac. With, yeah, this guy should be wrestling Andrade and Rey Mysterio. Those guys not losing to Drake Maverick on on NXT. But he's that, just so, he's just not on that level. I don't think. I just don't think they care. Yeah, you know? I, I don't get much out of Tony Nese. The, yeah. the, he he filled in this spot here because I finally got to see Drake Maverick get a win, get the W here in this tournament, so, which the story is great. So if they're not re-signing him, then shouldn't like they should have just waited till the last week, you know, because he's not going to win. The, I, I mean, in his block, I don't think he's going to win it. Well, let's find out because he has a promo after this match. He grabs a microphone. He says, uh, I've I've proven I got one win here and he, he's going to be facing Kushida next. And he says, like the Wolf of Wall Street, I am the Wolf of NXT and I'm not leaving. Listen, he already got fired once. Just just say fuck. Just say I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Wolf of Wall Street. There's a famous line in this movie. This is why he's quoted this. He's now the wolf, Drake Maverick, the wolf of NXT, who quotes uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, in which he was robbed for the Oscar that year, in my opinion. Oh, totally should have won it. That was the movie I think he should have won it for, where he is Jordan Belfort as the Wolf of Wall Street, who famously says, this is memed and gift a lot, where he's, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> The show goes re- on. <laughs> Tom Holland famously posted that when uh, when there was the Spider Man. The, the, there was like the yeah where the the divorce for like a week or two between Sony and uh, Marvel. Yeah, for for Spider Man and I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> yeah, he he was silent. He was silent on social media. Didn't say anything. And then when they were like, "All right, you know, mom and dad work things out," uh, posted this video. Of, I'm not leaving. Yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. And everyone's just... Ah. So, you have, you, you've seen it. You, yeah, you, yeah. you guys have internet access. You've seen it. <laughs> Drake Maverick looks back at the, looks into the camera again and says, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Doing his best Wolf of Wall Street here. So, yeah, instantly, instantly love this. Again, uh, I'm not leaving. Quoting one of my favorite movies maybe is getting me in the feels. But... Yeah, how did they not sign this guy or just don't and keep paying him a week-to-week thing and then have this character go far in this tournament? Um, I said Isaiah Swerve Scott is a shoe in to win this thing. Kushida could be the one to win this thing. 
but I'll say it. I'll continue to say it. Drake Maverick all the way, baby. I mean, if they want, listen, if they want to get the most heat on Jordan Devlin, you have him, <laughs> you have him beat Drake Maverick. Wow. Interim cruiserweight champion. Yeah, sure. I mean, no, at that point I'd be behind Drake even more exactly to, to beat him. And yeah. yeah, the heat would be crazy. You like if that's if if Drake's whole thing is I want to put someone over if you if you're really gonna let me go I want to put someone over have him do that with you know with Jordan Devlin if it can't be Jordan Devlin then insert heel here and he wins he's the interim champ next week you have him fucking lose and oh my god you ruined his moment <laughs> wow and then he's fired yeah and then he's fired. <laughs> I mean, again, this is under the assumption that they're really just like, hey, bud, we're letting you do these few matches and then you got to go. It's pretty much that. So that or, you know, Robin kayfabe, one of the two. Book it. Uh, I love I love this promo. I like the match as well. And I love the fact that he won. And the move was really cool. This like Ray Mysterio always does his wheelbarrow into the bulldog. But to see it like off the top rope, I'm pretty sure I've seen it in a like Dragon Gate match. This guy does it a bunch there. Uh, looks just looked awesome. Uh, fantastic. And Drake Maverick, the story there is kind of one of the best stories going. And it's weird because it's a story about WWE, the man firing a guy and him trying to fight for respect his job all that sort of thing trying uh, to climb the corporate ladder yeah put him in money in the bank why not yeah fuck it you know? book it um we mentioned next week it's stacked it has adam cole versus velveteen dream for the nxt championship we have charlotte versus eo i think it's for the championship it would make sense if it is we have johnny gargano versus dijakovic and we have Karrion Cross making his debut and Finn Balor returning and so much more. So it sounds crazy. Um, next week does sound, does sound stacked. But we have one more match here tonight. The main event, the North American Championship on the line. Keith Lee versus Damian Priest. Um, Keith Lee, uh, you know, having the breathing issues. Hopefully it's not the Rona, but it's his, it's the nightstick to the, the throat and the chest, which he's suffering from which could come into a factor into this match, obviously. Uh, it starts off with Damian Priest and Keith Lee fighting each other. Keith Lee hits his running cross body early on, and then they're fighting on the outside, and they're fighting like past the guardrail now, but Keith Lee then tosses Priest back over the guardrail, landing him on the apron, which just looks like an ouchie. Like, your tailbone will not live forever if you keep doing that, because that looked like it hurt. Ouch. Why do, why do they have the guardrails, though? Uh, to keep all the fans out. <laughs> I just, I couldn't. I and I understand with AEW because they at least have. Yeah, true. Somewhat of a crowd, but there's nobody there. Like it's just, it, it, it's one of those things. Don't question wrong. things, okay? Don't. I. You're I, getting too deep into the matrix. All right, shut up. <laughs> Stop this. Don't question the, uh, these essential services. All right. These are essential workers, asshole. Uh, <laughs> Priest somehow fights back and then dumps Lee into like the apron or the steps there. They go to commercial. When they come back, Lee gets um, a suplex lift, but Priest fights out and beats him up. There's a pounce and then a huge one-handed like choke spine buster thing from Keith Lee. Priest is on the outside and Keith Lee does like a corkscrew Pescado, as Moro Ronaldo calls it, which is crazy considering the size of Keith Lee, landing on Priestley, just beating him up there. Uh, back in the ring, hits a huge sit-out lariat, but Priest kicks out at 2.9. There's then choke slam attempts from both guys. 
but then somehow Priest just barely gets Lee up for a falcon arrow, or what they call the broken arrow, which it did really look like a broken arrow, because him picking up Keith Lee didn't quite work, but still worked. If he got he, most of it. Yeah, he still hit it. Um, but only a two count. They then are fighting up on the top. There's Cyclone Boots. There's a superplex from Keith Lee for a two count. Um, there's then a choke slam from Damian Priest, but Lee somehow kicks out. Damian Priest goes ringside and grabs, you guessed it, the nightstick. He goes in the ring. The referee doesn't even try to take it out of his hands. But Keith Lee blocks the strike, double chops to to Priest, then um, then has the nightstick, throws it away, power bombs Damian Priest, picks him up, and then power bombs him again, just laying him out, then pins him. Keith Lee retains the North American Championship here in the main event on NXT. What did you think? Fine match, just... I did not care. Yeah, like, I will instantly agree with you. This this had I feel like I've seen this maybe ten times already, and they've probably only faced like five. But it feels like I've seen this match. It was really you. I I didn't even. It wasn't so much that I bought that Damian Priest could win. It's just I didn't care. Yeah, I'm. It, it's this match was very no heat by numbers. Yeah, it was no and, heat. No, go ahead. No, it was just like there was no heat. It was just like wh- wh- okay, we've seen it a million times. We we know we beat him up with the nightstick, but like so, and th- this didn't even have really like big anything big happen in it. Didn't really adv- it, it advances Keith Lee still champion. Doesn't really move the needle anywhere else. Where does Keith Lee kind of go from here? Where does Priest kind of go from here? This match just kind of happened, and it was the main event match. I kind of drifted off during it. There really wasn't much to say about it. Yeah, it was... And, and again, you kind of had to factor in, like, who's left? Let's say let's say for some reason you know, we bought that, oh my god, Damian Priest is going to win this. Then what? They continue the feud? Yeah, like, I, I they, don't know. I think Gargano, I would, Gargano versus Keith Lee is where I would go with this. Maybe. Yeah, that's totally where you, you know where they're. I, I'm almost positive that's where they're going. But yeah. had it been Priest, there wasn't really anywhere that you could go with that because again, all all the players busy with other things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I never I never bought that Damian Priest was going to win. And yeah, we've seen enough variations of them wrestling where. It was like, all right. Yeah, I, show, show, yeah. Show me what you got. Okay, I, I'm gonna Excellent. I'm gonna be honest. This whole uh, this whole episode was kind of like that for me, and not not any of the matches kind of stuck out to me as as like match of the night. It just kind of felt like we were in this cruise control, and and I know me and Davey have been saying that recently going from NXT, but it's because of like kind of the state we're all in too. I I would imagine like. Uh, no crowds, um, having to see the wrestlers do it in front of no crowds, having to see them put on shows when maybe some people aren't comfortable actually working or just, just morale of like everyone in general is kind of down. I don't know. I just felt like there's, there is some sort of direction, but right now it's just cruise control and just kind of going forward. And it's kind of felt like that for a little while now. Is it safe to say the opener was the match of the night? 
I I guess so. Again, I haven't watched AEW yet. I usually say a match of the night here on NXT the past few weeks, and then we do our AEW show on our Patreon, and then I I come out and say over we we compare both nights on the Up Nextra show, and I usually pick AEW matches over the NXT matches weeks now where I've always picked AEW um, simply because Trent Beretta is fantastic. But um, just just yeah, this this week here on NXT. It, it had some wrestling, but I think I, we've said paint by numbers a few times tonight, and it continues to feel that way on this show. But as is WWE, I guess, right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, Uncle Paul has a show to build to next week. And yeah, exactly. There's something to look forward to. This was just a holding show then. Yes, this show, this show's, this next show's week is whole stacked. purpose was to, yeah, it was to build to next week, which... And you've had that occasionally. Yeah. With, but with both shows. Yeah. The, the, you know, the one show that's kind of meh, but... They're letting you know, hey, yeah, it's kind of a lame duck show, but next week, oh my god, do we have a show for you? And that's very much the case with this week's show. Well, let's see what other people say. I, I do put, we usually do go live uh, every Wednesday on our YouTube, youtube.com slash up next, but we also post on the post wrestling forum and uh, we write some feedback. And I can tell the interest of the shows by the amount of feedback we get. And this week, we only have a few, so I'm going to read the first one. Do you, you got, you want to open it up there for the second one? I'll read this, uh, this first one from Paul from New Jersey. Hey guys, been a little bit. This company makes it really hard for one to support them. But what can I say? I have a wrestling addiction. Gargano and Candice are some kind of weird as heels, but I did enjoy Johnny's introduction. The newly bros game was mildly entertaining. I actually liked Byron the most. Last but certainly not least, Kona Reeves attended Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando, Florida. Hope all is well. Wow, some knowledge there. From I disregard anything he just said about the actual show, but he went to school with Kona Reeves. Could this be true, or do you just know where Kona Reeves went to high school, which is kind of creepy? But I I think this may be the start of uh, you Kona know, facts. Like, Kona facts. Yeah. No more Basler facts. facts. It's Kona facts. Which which I'm all here for. Uh, <laughs> but let's go to let's go to our next piece of feedback. We got mystery. Uh, Haya. Not much to say, but tonight. But here we go. Not too thrilled about Candice's new theme or her look. Finisher is okay though. Uh, we kind of talked about how her theme is not a good. little generic, but you know, it's again first week of her of her heel character. Uh, the Charlotte Mia match was not great at all. Charlotte has a major problem with selling; it's ridiculous. She elevates no one she works with. It seriously makes me think her booking only exists to make her look strong at the cost of everyone else. It doesn't help when you have commentary outright uh, bearing whoever Charlotte is facing either. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I can see where you you could see that because, like, yeah, she literally buries everyone. She beats everyone. She's Triple H. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, she's she's Triple H pre John Cena. So, yeah. you know, yeah, we we got a we got a few more of that uh, still to come. Uh, also, not happy that Io is getting fed to Charlotte next week either. This will be her fourth title shot loss in less than a year if she doesn't win next week. I might actually give up on NXT for the time being if they have. Uh, EO lose because I'm tired of her being fucked over constantly. She's pretty much one of the few reasons I still watch. Ooh, so if Charlotte beats EO, you're done with NXT for a little while. You're going away. Me too. If EO loses, we riot. If Charlotte wins, we riot. Well, I I mean, you and I, you know, we we pretty much concluded it's going to be a shit finish. There's. Yeah, something's going to happen, folks. And I'm calling. I'm calling it now. Dakota Kai and Raquel Diaz. Okay. Or is that her name? Yeah. Raquel Diaz. Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we or have one. Maybe Raquel Diaz too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old NXT. Yeah. Yeah. We go to last one here. Charbel, the chosen one without the amazing Obi-Wan impersonation by Davey. First of all, thanks, Scrum, for being here. Davey uh, is like a friend, even if I never met Brady or Davey. Knowing that he is having some rough times makes me sad AF, and I hope he is having some time off for him and his girlfriend. So he's sending his best wishes to David. He says um, he's keeping feedback because i'm in a sad mood i dig the new gargano candace power couple nxt was lit why the fuck was i hating on riddle before the guy is amazing so funny since being partnered with pete or thatcher this run is amazing i think nxt is getting back on track and last thing my favorite color is purple so for (laughs) there i say candace gets my yeah i won't continue that uh, but he's a he's, he's a fan of the color purple. Is Charbel? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so Charbel has loved this episode. He thinks NXT could could go into the right track, which I think so too. This just felt like a holding thing. But next week's gonna be lit, as Charbel says, lit, lit Charbel. I sent Charbel, who used to be a sushi master, uh, some pictures of the sushi I made this weekend, and he says I am officially a sushi master too. So did did Charbel in that feedback? Did Charbel Charbel leave his uh his feelings on Tainara Kanchi as well? Or oh no, uh, he we told him to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have a talk with Charbel about what he says in the forums here. Uh, but that was what you thought of NXT. That was what we thought. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, Scrump, um, thanks for, for coming on here and chatting with me. Um, next week, NXT is looking pretty lit. Um, I know you, you are kind of checked out with wrestling as a whole just because of not only like wrestling where it is, but kind of what's happening with the world right now. But are you still, if, if I didn't make you watch, um, NXT tonight, would you have watched any wrestling tonight? No, I've, I've admittedly, you and I have talked about it. I've admittedly just kind of. With all this going on, I th- literally think wrestling is at the bottom of, of, of everyone's life. Es- yeah. Of what is essential and what is not. Yeah. I know, uh, I think maybe it was a week or two ago where uh, a bunch of the heads of Japanese wrestling promotions all got together and they, like, they told the government, like, listen, don't rest, don't, don't worry about wrestling. Yeah. Have everything else. And I mean, that's because they're smart and, here in america we're not so smart like every like listen everyone's mad at uh uncle vince and uncle tony or uncle vince and uncle paul but yeah uncle tony's starting to run some live shows too so yep it's true. i don't know yeah and so i'm just and i can't get into it aew is a little bit easier because they at least have some wrestlers in the audience kind of there to replace that but at, listen at the end of the day I don't want this. I don't want any of these people being at risk. Like I just saw this video where uh, it's DDP where, you know, he's talking about Jake and how he loves Jake, Jake the snake. And he's part of his family. And yeah, he had to quarantine him. He, he couldn't let him stay at the, at the house because, you know, there's a baby there and he was out and they just, they didn't want to. And it's just, it's things like that. It's stories like that, where you hear Daniel Bryan talk about how, well, Bree's pregnant. So, after I'm done wrestling, I had to go quarantine myself in a hotel for two weeks. That's fucked. You know, instead of, hey, let's tape a month's worth of content over a weekend. Yeah. Vince is, no, 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 pal. Let's fucking come to the performance center every week. Like, it's just, it's, I, I'm just, I disagree with all of it. Um, I disagree with people saying, well, it's a distraction from, like, it's not a distraction from what's going on because you watch these shows and 
it's very much the opposite. You yeah. see, uh, you know, like people were trying to come down on John and Way even as of a few weeks ago, where they're like being too critical. But I think you gotta, you know, you gotta call a spade a spade. If if the product is suffering because of what's going on right now, it's it's okay to it's okay to say that, folks. It's okay yeah. to say you're not enjoying wrestling right now. It's in a weird but, thing, and, and as are like movies and, and shows, right? Like all your favorite movies that you're looking forward yeah. to are being pushed back, or movies are going to be like released onto digital platforms instead. And it's it, the whole world is changing, and entertainment as a whole will change because of that. But dude, AMC straight up said we're not showing any more Universal movies because they were they were salty that uh, Universal was yeah. like, we're just going to release Trolls on video on demand." And they made a ton of money. Yeah, so, they did. Er, er, yeah, everything's definitely going to change after this, and yep. we'll we'll have to see. No more raves for us, Scrump. No more <laughs> Listen, raves. No more random it, raves. It was it was fun while it lasted. It was, you know? wasn't it? It was. It was. It's as was for the memories. As was this show, man. Thank you for jumping on it and uh, filling in here, Roderick Strong. Oh, of, of course, of, brother. Of the I, I, I tell you and Davey all the time, whenever you guys need me, you know, Flash the bad signal, and I, I will be there. Excellent. You know, I, I I love talking to you guys. I love uh, being. Yeah. You know, I, I I love how open open armed the the post wrestling family has been with me. All you guys. So of course, anytime you need me, I'm there. Um, I I I did mention like our Patreon, and and Davey is going to take a, a few days off. I will be doing an edition of Was Next, where we go back in time and, and watch old NXT. We are in 2012 with Seth Rollins as a champion and CM Punk showing up a few times right now um, and I'm going to be joined by friend of the show an associate producer of the show I guess you could say John Sino Evil who's going to be joining me for that this week on our Patreon as well um, and we we do have another edition of Up Yours with our man Neil who's chosen a movie called Love Simon we will be getting that review out this week as well Davey's working on uh, a whole like month of like lost reviews so look for uh that on uh, as well because he's going to be putting that out uh, i did mention we did a best match ever masawa versus kawada where me and davey just totally nerd out about wrestling which was so much fun and so in depth and um we have a special best match ever planned i think next week or in two weeks of best match ever money in the bank which uh will be a lot of fun which is going to lead up to our watch along of money in the bank and then our review later this month we got more reviews such as another up yours where someone chose eight mile um and then we're going to do a best match ever since we're in lockdown we thought why not do tna lockdown so get your uh lockdown best matches ideas to us because we can't wait um and i mentioned i'm watching the sopranos but someone at the end of the month chose the godfather for our up yours so we will be reviewing that as well uh even though i say goodfellas is always better um so we have so many things coming out so many shows including our batman the movie 1966 review so many things we put out so if you're looking for some more content and random stuff to watch and or listen to and hanging out with us virtually by podcast well that is where you can do it patreon.com slash up next five bucks helps us out so much and you get all our shows um from past and present so uh that's where you can go to listen to more of us um and uh scrump thank you again for filling in i feel like we, we should have done some alien talk so i mean briefly was tom DeLong right uh, tom DeLong's always been right right so, <laughs> listen i never doubted tom DeLong. Uh, <laughs> Never. Da- I mean, I don't know. I heard some of those Angels and Airwaves albums. I doubted him a few times. <laughs> I heard that. I, I heard that new Blink album that he wasn't on, and I, I then I didn't doubt him. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you know, you, you listen, you get what you can get. Tom so, DeLong. Tom DeLong. You know, Tom DeLong. Uh, said that there's these 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 videos about that reveal UFOs and now the government has actually come out and said yeah we're not sure what these are they are what we say they are and that is UFOs so we don't know they're unexplained flying objects we don't know what these things are and now Tom DeLong a blink 182 fame who now like works with the government is like I fucking told you aliens exist <laughs> so uh but no one cares cuz coronavirus yeah any just- other time people would be like yo aliens but like nah Either the aliens gave us the coronavirus or the aliens are going to try to invade us and then get the coronavirus. And in the end, coronavirus will be what actually saves us. Yeah, I mean, that's it's one of those sci-fi movies just waiting to write itself. You know, you have much like signs where water was what brought everyone down because, (laughs) you know, yeah. That's just the way it was written. Maybe the coronavirus is what will help us at the end because it's just it's such a weird time where the, yeah, the Pentagon straight up like, oh yeah, UFOs exist by the way, and everyone's just so, everyone's chicken little running around with, <laughs> yeah, with their, true. yeah, the, the world is on fire and strange times. It's strange. true. D- D- WWE is selling dirt. Uh, Tom, uh, not Tom Riddle. That's uh, <laughs> Lord Voldemort. Uh, Matt Riddle is talking about threesomes on TV, and there's aliens. Everything's just wild. 2020 will never be beat. It will always be remembered if we get out of this. So uh, with, with that being said, Scrump, thanks again for, for filling in on Up Next. Let the people know where they can find you and uh, your Pro Wrestling Tees cast. Yeah, so uh, if you enjoy me, and I know a lot of my listeners actually uh, are come over from you guys. You know, I, I, we have a lot of the same audience. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to everyone who's followed me over. Shout out to my friend Kelsey. She, she was texting me during this, and she, she listens to both our shows. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know who she is. I think I know who she is, but so, she sounds great. She there. She usually sits front row at some of the WWE pay per views. She has bright red hair. She had a PWT cast sign. Yes, um, that's right. I at, remember her. Now. Yeah, at one of the pay per views. I love her. She. I, I think I can talk about it because. Well, yeah, I'll talk about well, it. Well, don't tell me where happy. to get. Well, don't tell me about where to find Kelsey. Tell me about where I can find you. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, sorry. I digress. She was going to have a PWT cast sign at WrestleMania, but obviously didn't, didn't have make it. it. Didn't make it, but yeah, you can find uh, if you want to listen to me and uh, my co-host Stank. You know, we have tons of talks like this with me and Brayden, but weekly, every Monday, it drops. Uh, we're at PWTcast on Instagram and Twitter, and right now on Twitter, we're actually running a contest. Uh, it's the road to one thousand. You know, we're, we're trying to get a thousand followers, and we're a little shy of six hundred right now. Um, but we want to just spread the word, try and try and get some more followers, and in return, we're running a, a giant giveaway. Uh, we're giving away 10 wrestling shirts courtesy of Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, five random Funko Pops courtesy of M3 Toys. Uh, have you seen the Fanny DeVito fanny pack? Oh, my God. Yes. I want we're, it. We're, we're giving, I, I got you. <laughs> I got you with one, but we're giving away uh, two of those courtesy of the Cryptic Closet. Uh, the wonderful people over at Freelance Wrestling. I wrote 10 wrestling DVDs we would give away. Uh, all I know is you need to give me one of the – where do I get that IWGP heavyweight pillow? <laughs> I wasn't aware there was an IWGP heavyweight pillow. I need it. I need it for the I, the BD. I, yeah. Well, I know we make beach towels with like uh, <gasps> Kota Ibushi and like Hiroshi Tanahashi on there. I can send you one of those. And, I would and love a beach towel with with Kota Ibushi's glorious face and body on it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, but yeah. So the ten ten wrestling DVDs courtesy of Freelance Wrestling. A ton of free stuff that we're going to be giving away. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to get to a thousand and 
again, if this is your first time hearing me, uh, they hate you. I, yeah, probably hate me because we talk for 40 minutes about uh, taking dumps and couches, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, yeah, so you know, over at the PWT cast, we have a lot of past, past guests include Kevin Smith, Cole Cabana, Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins. We got Cowboy Waiting and John Pollock. We got Braden. We got Davey, uh, Marty DeRosa, and Sarah Shockey of Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, Vicky Guerrero, Ethan Page, Kylie Ray, Effie, Killer Cross, Horn Swaggle. So many uh, people. So many people. So if you want to, you know, listen to us over there, it's we just we have fun every week. You know, we try not to be uh, the typical wrestling podcast. We try to get more in depth with people, get to know them. You know, we have Ethan Page talking about his toy collection, Killer Cross talking about horror movies. So give us a listen, give us a follow. Um, you know, and like I guess, like I mentioned, we drop our episodes. And every you have an Monday. awesome theme song. Yeah, we have an awesome theme song. Uh, Should I play right it right at the end, right now? Yeah, I'll play it now. Play it I made, yeah, I made it. <laughs> we have an awesome theme song that is Walter approved. I can, I can confirm. Walter and Timothy, Timothy Thatcher both actually approve of it. Uh, so you yeah, played no. this. I made you this beat. I made this beat sampling Walter's theme, and you use it for your show. But then you showed it to them. Yeah, they were uh, Walter and. Timothy Thatcher were uh, amazing. They they were amazing. They they came by the shop, uh, and I was like, "Listen, I got to show this to you, um, you know, because when when else am I going to get to of course to show them that?" And yeah, they loved it. Your Walter absolutely loved it, which <laughs> was the coolest thing. I didn't think I would ever be showing this to Walter, but that's amazing. It. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you for showing it to him. Yeah, well, th- thank you for making the beat. <laughs> well, it's playing right now, uh, this Walter theme song that I made. Uh, so thank you for listening to Up Next. Um, every week, we appreciate you guys tuning in. No matter what, if you watch NXT or not, we're still your NXT friends. Friends. Uh, I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the Bray. D and then follow our up next Twitter again at up next podcast, wherever you get your podcast, like subscribe, write nice things about us. Any little thing you do helps us out. So thank you for hanging out with us in these trying times. Scrump. Thanks again for filling in anytime, brother. Appreciate it. Take care of yourselves down in Chi town and here in the sister city of Toronto. I will take care as well. So do me a favor, ladies and gents, uh, wash your hands, take care of each other. Um, and you know, uh, to quote Drake Maverick, I'm not fucking leaving. Okay. I'm not fucking leaving. So take care, be safe and rip to flick. Ahoy.
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.